Um, stay tuned. Mm. There's, there's something hot brewing. Word so. on the street, there's some ether <laughs> being dropped. <laughs> there's some bombs to be <laughs> dropped. <laughs> Jimbo, you trash. <laughs> searching for yes all right future um welcome fellas and everybody listening to the 91st the dennis rodman episode of the somebody said podcast trey tom brady <laughs> oh is it not not yet not, my, yet. Uh, my, not yet okay you like trading to the bears or? um actually i don't want 91 steven stamkos i figured you go there first can't trade Tom Brady until trade you him. talk to the Giselle. Trade him and her. No, you got to figure out the Giselle situation first. If he wasn't outside her window with a wooden guitar last night and a rose, he got the boombox. Oh, like on uh, well, oh, what what cartoon is that? Where he was outside, no, like the motel. No, it's from a movie. <laughs> well, yeah, it's from a movie, but also they did it on a cartoon. Not Adventure Time. Oh, man. Now you got it. Lost me. It's a hilarious clip. Uh, yeah. Hall of Famer, Kevin Green. That's a good one. There you go. Um, sticking straight with Chicago all day. Uh, 2015 Stanley Cup champion, Brad Richards. Okay. Well, I'll stay in Chicago with you, and I'm going to go Eddie lame. Goldman. That's lame of you. Don't know. That's so lame of you. You're welcome. Uh, Taba Holly. That's a good okay. one. Um, current bear defensive end Dominic Robinson. I'm going to say strongest man in football history, Reggie White. Rookie year. That that clip, the that highlight press. clip, no, of him throwing offensive linemen with one hand. Yes, just like the was forearm basically. Yes, yeah. Strongest Stupid. man. Didn't he ever like invent the slap where you close your you close your eyes for a split second and that's how he gets around you. <laughs> slap to the head. It's, the, it's, it's an actual move. You slap with a car. Yeah, I know the slap, but I didn't know he invented it. Yeah, I think so. Minister of Defense. Yes. All right. Um, Fletcher Cox. Cool. Uh, staying in Chicago, Tommy Harris. He's a bad boy when he was healthy. I'm going to go Justin Tuck. He went a bus. No, Justin Tuck was solid. Was he not on the championship team for the Giants? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Thought so. He had a he had, he had, he's the one that had like that crazy face mask. Yeah, like the ninja yeah. face mask. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did Ron Artest have ninety one? Ninety seven. I felt yeah. like he had ninety one. I don't think so. Well, I'm out with the Pacers. Maybe look it up. actually, yeah, with the Pacers. I think he maybe did have ninety one. All right. Well, you can double check it. All right. There you go. Now you got something to do on the... <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do me. <laughs> uh, staying, I'm staying in hockey. Brothers for hockey. Actually, no, because I you might take them first. What? Uh, the Blues. Vladimir Tarasenko. I was definitely going to take yeah, Tarasenko. Yeah, jerk. Okay. Well, I will stay hockey with you, and I will go with um, Nazem Kadri, unfortunately. Nice one. Stanley Cup champ. Unfortunately. He had 91, but I'm out. Okay. All right. Um, staying with brothers for hockey, Vander Kane. 
Oh, come on, man. Black man in hockey? Yeah. I like Evander. He gets a lot of flack, but I actually, I like, <laughs> deserves, I like Evander. He deserves his flack. Does he, though? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we, we'll save that for some other time. All right. I'll stay in hockey. John Tavares and the Lightning were supposed to be in the sweepstakes for him a couple of seasons ago. And that would have been, been a nice pickup. I was going to be, I was very excited about the potential. Okay. Um, once again, staying with Brothers for Hockey and also Chicago reference, um, Anthony Duclair. Okay. Duclair. 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 I do declare. Well, that's a great uh, office episode. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Okay. And, uh, b- 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 I think I'm out of hockey. I'll go back football. Leonard Little. Okay. Um, staying with the Florida State bag, uh, Derek Nadi. Um, Cam Wake, Dolphins. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Florida State, Tank Carradine. Eric Armstead. Five. Four. Three. Two. Um uh, uh Bears. Uh Bears bag. Uh I Iobi Iobi Okoye. I think that's how you pronounce his first name. Iobi Okoye. Okay. Uh I'll take it. Last I name guess. Okoye. Okay. Definitely Okoye. Miami Hurricane. Matt Walters. He was on the 01 Natty team. Shout out to Matt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, give me the uh, Lions defensive end, Robert Porsche. Random jersey I had. <laughs> no, that is the most random. No, no, I had Rob Moore. Remember, we talked about the random jersey. And Eric Moles. And Eric oh, Moles. Eric Moles is Mose. less random. Yeah, than he actually that's made like, a Pro Bowl, I think. I guess you know who I he is. I think Robert Porsche made some. Pro- sure, bro. All right. He was out there. Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Gerald Willis, before he switched to number nine. Is that this guy? No. Why are you always looking for the for the guitar guy? I feel like <laughs> didn't he have like number one? Um, what did Kendrick Norton wear? It wasn't one. Kenny Norton. It wasn't one. Oh gosh. Um, back to hockey. Um, Red Wings. Sergey Fedorov. Good grief. Oh, uh, okay. How oh, I forgot that. Miami Hurricanes. Bro, really? Jordan Miller, current D tackle. Uh, Saints, Will Smith. <laughs> no slap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and I'm out. Dang. Thought I had a good shot this yeah. week. Man. He wasn't gonna touch your hurricane bag. <laughs> no, nah, he was no, getting none pause. of those guys. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't getting any of those. Oh, guys. you know what? Speaking of bags. Cha, I'll finish it off with one of his guys, Ryan Kerrigan. Oh, Washington Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Cha. All right, fellas. Episode 91, somebody said podcast as the Bears and Patriots are kicking off on Monday Night Football. Go Bears. Why do they keep keep putting the Bears in primetime? I don't know. No no disrespect. No, no, no. no, 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 Full disrespect. All of it. I don't want I don't want that paraded around in public. <laughs> you shouldn't, right? <laughs> they're, they're, they're putting all of our our stuff out in the public. I don't want that. Yeah, right. That's that's supposed to be behind closed doors. You Someone wanna, was doing it on purpose, and <laughs> you want that one yeah, o'clock about, kick on Sunday where there's so many other games on, mm-hmm. people can barely pay attention. Like, oh, 
The Bears are playing. You yeah. almost forget unless no. you're watching Red yeah. I want every game to have to be watched on Sunday ticket because I know at that point nobody's watching it. <laughs> no, 100%. Yeah, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, Band-Aids to be ripped off this episode, guys? I feel like there's, there's a... Let's rip them. Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of good stuff that happened with any of our teams uh, <laughs> this weekend. Um, some things that happened with people that we like. We talked about that before the show. Some of our favorite players. Or people that we actually like uh, out for the season, um, yeah. so yeah, let's um or do or actually should we start with um I did reference Cha at the beginning of the of the episode. Should we should we run with Cha and his um his bag of tricks? Cha Sherrod. <laughs> it's not a real thing. Introduce the sponsor. Oh yeah, and uh, us. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Thank you. He's getting sloppy. Wow. I think I think because it's it's, it's nearing it's nearing my turn turn to go. He's starting to say, hey. "Oh man, he says you're getting sloppy." Wow, I mean, t- I mean technically, I, that is a jab. You know, it's, it's not me. a jab. Oh, I'm holding you accountable. He is That's holding it. me fully accountable. I feel like you guys should hold me accountable when I, I host. Sloppy? We also don't have to. <laughs> you're like the same guy who will like dump on every episode that you do. <laughs> No, you literally dump on every like, episode. And, the, then, and then I backpedal. <laughs> it takes a while, but I mean, like, but I got it. This man will go 20 for 20. Yeah, man. Sorry, guys. Had a, <laughs> yeah, had I, a crappy show today, I guys. I really feeling it, man. My bad, boy. You know, even though my sound was immaculate and, you know, I, I projected every word. <laughs> I actually had stats this All week. Right, bro. Uh, I didn't really. My apologies. Do your thing, boss. All right. The the the, <laughs> the Shame Fest is brought to you by <laughs> the Red Lady Rum Punch. <laughs> <laughs> the official beverage of the Somebody Said podcast. Uh, I think do I do we still have some cans in the fridge? Because if so, oh, I will I will crack one. Oh, we're out. Yeah, out of cans. Oh, man, I like I cans. A little parched. A little parched, right? I could have gone with some Red Lady, but it's it's okay. We will, you know, we'll re up soon. Uh, we are also sponsored by to the window to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> was that planned? No, it, nah. it was. No, it wasn't. It sounded good though. Not. Is there is there like a, a, a tagline? Yeah, with dream homes come true. There it is. I like, I like it. that. Sure. You have a website. I, I think uh, that's on the card. No, just follow us on Instagram. There it is. That's cool. We'll Speaking of websites, Unkshay, don't we have a website? We do have a web a website. Uh, SSPSports.com. Um, stay tuned. Mm. There's there's something hot brewing. Word so. on the street. There's some ether <laughs> being dropped. <laughs> there's some bombs to be <laughs> dropped. <laughs> Jimbo, you trash. <laughs> yeah, he is actually. He's he, he's pretty bad this year. He's trashing it up, man. This year, yeah. All right. This year is worse than worse than most. Right. That's it's snowballing. No, it's it's, it's, it's going down. It's, it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. There's some and other he, things. Right, yeah. I'm no. Sorry. No. Save, <laughs> listen, save all the ether and vitriol for your for your 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 article, sir. All right. You sure? He's gonna let something out there. He show. is. There's I mean, no way he holds we still got to talk college college ball, so it's coming. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's usually how you know he's got something down got the line. Nothing. I got when he goes. Okay. He's holding it. Now respect it. All right. Uh. So yeah. Again, we have Cha's bag of tricks. Cha charade, as you say. Cha charade. It's a charade. It's a charade. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, let's dip into it, man. All right, so look, I'm going to save one of them because okay. one of them is we're going to talk about this team later in the show. Okay, so we'll we'll I'll tease one now and then we'll talk to the other one later. The number two one: How would you prevent and punish tanking in the NBA this season? 
Obviously, a bunch of teams are going to be tanking for their opportunity to draft Victor Wimbayama. And so how would you prevent tanking in the NBA? Luxury tax. What do you mean? Expand. Yeah, you got to elaborate on that. So so teams get punished for being really good, i.e. the Golden State Warriors. I don't know if you guys looked at what Golden State will be paying in salary and taxes this year. Dude, it's they like, went all out. It's like plus four. Like almost five hundred million dollars, which again, they're probably getting all that back in you know endorsed. I mean jerseys and sales and everybody that comes to the game and whatever, whatever. So they're getting all that money back. Cool. So at that point, if you're getting punished for trying to be really good and you have to pay more, I feel like you should get punished and have to pay more for purposely trying to be bad. So now, if I'm going to spend my money to watch my Bulls or whoever, and they're purposely trying to be bad. Well, I'm paying for a crappy product. Now, sure, I don't have to go to the game. But now if you really want to be that bad, if it means that much to you, how much are you willing to pay for it? Well, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Yes. That's you actually can't, a good point. Wait, wait, you can't give them better opportunity for draft picks and then also say, well, got to tap into that pocket still, bro. <laughs> like, come on. I like, mean, you, it'll make you think twice. Like, at, at work. People put orders on the books and call day before and cancel. I suggested we charge them if they cancel because you know darn well you were going to hotel room. Yeah, you're just shopping around to other concrete companies trying to get a better price. And you forget about us once you get the better price. So I think once you start hitting people in their, their pockets, they'll think twice about doing certain things. So you start hitting these NBA teams in their pockets and they'll say, but, How bad do we actually want to tank? But doesn't that undo the whole purpose of, like, worse teams get better draft picks? Worse teams get better draft picks because you want competitive balance, mm-hmm. right? You want teams to be competitive. You don't want teams to be bad. So team is bad. You reward them by giving them a better draft pick. Hopefully that draft pick makes the team better. All right. So you can't do that and then also have retribution for being bad. Do you want the competitive balance or not? But you got to look at the, the integrity of the sport as well. Just because, like, if, if you're tanking, you're taking away from the product. So it has to be consequences. Totally. And, and when, you look at, when you look at the NBA draft, how many times did the Cavs have the number one pick? Did they actually make their team better yeah, until they, they went LeBron and got James? Yeah, they went and got LeBron. But no, they no, didn't. No, no. After they LeBron didn't, left, they yeah. got Kyrie and nothing. Anthony and they Bennett, were, where and they're is bad. He? They, had, they had Kyrie, which. It worked out well. LeBron comes back because Kyrie's there. They win again. So, actually, the Cavs did it best. But how many teams actually benefit from the first pick? Hold on. Oftentimes. Well, the Cavs weren't trying to be bad. The Cavs are just bad. Well, so that was going to be my next question. How does one define and actually say, you're tanking, you have to now pick the Cavs? Yeah, that's hard to to identify. That's fair. I, I, I think in some instances, it's obvious. I mean, Philly is classic with saying, <laughs> no, we're trying to be bad for a reason. Right? Uh, dude, just trust the process. Yeah. I think Boston trust did the process it too. as in we want to suck so we can have as many first round draft picks and see if it works. Yeah, so but what do you say that what what specific thing or okay. things did they do to say, you know what, they are intentionally so, tanking. You can't find that. And that's the that's the that's the tough part. If there's a if there is a way, find out. Cause because again, to me the the we talked about parity in 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 sports, right? Mm-hmm. And especially in professional sports. I feel the the professional sports are trying to make the league be 500. 
So where everybody has a chance. Now, when you yes. when you lock in on generational talents, great, right? But at that point, whoever is at the bottom of the barrel, if you're just really trying hard, maybe you are a generational talent away because you should be close to middle of the pack. Those teams who are just really crappy, they either have really bad management who isn't trying. We own a team, right? We've already said that no matter what team you own, we can own the the, the Kings. We're going to make money. Yes. <laughs> right? Right. And they're, they're okay with that. They're not trying to win. But how do you prove that they're tanking? There's a difference between, hey, we just don't know what to do with this product and we keep making bad decisions as opposed to we're intentionally losing games so we can get a better draft pick. How do you prove it? I don't think question. you could prove it, but you could try to avoid it by implementing what Pump said. You hit them in their pockets. Because look at the NFL. While also giving them the best draft pick. Look at the NFL. Brian Flores was being paid to lose games. You know it happens in sports. You just... Cannot identify oh, identify it, and so, that's my point. It happens unless someone comes it. out and says, "Hey, they're paying me to lose games." Like, that's the only way. That's the hard but, part. But though. you got to try to prevent it. Yeah. The, the only other thing I can say is if if you again if you have a team like the Cavs or I mean not the Cavs but the Kings who again you see their front office and, and their ownership not trying, then it's kind of like the argument that we had in certain instances with NBA and WNBA. It's not equal. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allocate my NBA resources and funds to a team that's not trying. I'll give it to LA, I'll give it to Boston, Chicago, Philly, right? Teams who are actually trying to promote a product. Memphis is trying to promote a product. No, I'll give my money to Memphis. I'm not gonna help the Kings do anything. At that point, if that helps, if that loses money for them, if that means the the searches when you go on WNBA, I mean NBA.com, you, it's really hard to find King stuff, right? Um, I'm, so you're blackballing them. <laughs> no, honestly, like no promotions. They're not going to be on TNT. They're not going to be on TBS. They're Starve not going to be on ESPN. Yeah, try. Try harder. You know what? Now, that in particular, I'm not mad at. And I think it's hard to prove tanking, it, but I think it is. Go on, go ahead. And I was going to say, Look at look at look at Portland. How they did nothing to help Dame get better. I think that's a for, that's but that's you, that's like you, a clue in the tanking. You could you could kind of investigate that situation. But if you but if you ask them, they did. They made moves. They brought in guys. Yeah. They they went in. They drafted think, yeah. Nazir Little. I think they, they believe that they're in. trying. They're just not good at their job. I think they're they are trying. Okay. I yeah, think they're, they are they're trying. Just like, <laughs> like the, the Pacers tried. I think right now, like mm-hmm. Oklahoma is kind of trying. They they're tanking. Because they traded away a bunch of stuff, but at the same time, like they kept SGA and they paid SGA. This kid Giddy is doing pretty decent. They went out and they drafted Shed Hunger. And like, I think Oklahoma's trying; they're just not good at it. So it's that's the thing is like, how do you determine what's tanking, what isn't? But um, that's actually a pretty good question. I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at pulling resources away. You don't get no primetime games. Right, take them. You're not away. playing on. You're not. You're definitely not playing Christmas. No ABC games on Sundays. But nothing. On None the flip that. side, it hurts the ones that are actually trying. But then just do better. Like <laughs> invest in. Like at that point, we need you to invest in like better front office personnel. You know, the the league could provide them resources and you know. Uh, what what they call them Like think tanks Almost mm-hmm. like Hey You're trying to rebuild this team You're not good at it Let us help you Alright And then you bring in This think tank of people Who can help them do that yeah. Because everybody benefits When mm-hmm. the Kings are good Everybody benefits You mm-hmm. want to see Kings Lakers games mm-hmm. When you know These teams are good You want to see it that, Everybody That actually better. used to be a thing That's the crazy part That used to Stoyakovich be Stoyakovich you know, Jason yeah. Williams And, and oh, yeah, C. Yeah. Webb That used to Doug be a, Christy, That used to be a thing Yeah, yeah so like again, like shout out, shout out to that game six. <laughs> again, like like to me, like, 
the fact that those jobs are very exclusive, right? There's only what 30 was 30 teams or 32 teams in the 30. NBA. So that means there's only 30 of these positions as a GM, right? So you think that you're getting the 30 smartest people and you're, you're not. not. And you're not, <laughs> yeah. right? You have a handful of Danny Ainges or Pat Riley's or whoever out there. And the rest of these guys are honestly idiots. Idiots. Or just guys who were able to work their way up through the ranks and they got a favor from a favor from a favor. It's kind of like guy. the Lakers head coach. Um, all right. What? So moving on. Wow. Is that a segue? No. That's a shot. Just, that's just not a statement. Is it? Yeah. Why is he the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Darvin Ham? Yeah. I wasn't his a fan way up. Of, I wasn't a fan. That, is, that doesn't mean he's good. He's worked his way up through the ranks and he was part of he was part of particularly the <laughs> rebuild that took place in Milwaukee. We're sidetracking. Yeah, I'm about to say that I mean, sounds like the scene in uh, Coming to America. Louis Anderson's like, you see this? I'm on lettuce. <laughs> Next week okay. I'm on fries. Okay. And next thing I'll be general manager. That's when, and that's when the big bucks start rolling in. <laughs> All right, you got. I'm sorry, man. You got. You got one more in the bag for us. Or are, you, are you saving that we're one? We're gonna save the other one because okay. it's going to be tied to something else that I know for certain we're going to talk about. Okay. Well, I was happy to jump in with NBA first. I mean, again, uh, I think we have. I'm not gonna say that we. Uh, the three of us had similar expectations of our team. I think we all said Golden State was going to win. So at that point, it doesn't really matter. Um, you guys' expectations were a little bit different. You guys have arguably the greatest Go. NBA player of all time still on your team who still is doing goat-like things. Um, but he has an idiot on his team. <laughs> um, he has an, an egg on his team And then he has a GM And I'm going to give him his I'm not going to shoot him no bail as you would say huh? I'm not going to shoot no bail either Because he orchestrates things on this team too He has no help And it's it's very interesting to see A LeBron James With no help Very interesting actually Yeah uh, The fact that they gave Rob an extension mm -hmm. Makes me question our front office even more Because you look at this team, man. It's the worst put-together team in the league. Granted, you have two top ten players in the world, and it's still one of the worst rosters in the league. Says a lot about who's the other one. When he's healthy, come on. AD, the talent, he's top ten. Oh, I'm about to say, y'all, you pulling one of them jerseys from the rafters or something? You don't think he's top ten? I'm good. When healthy? Fair enough. He's he's good enough when, when healthy. But... Rob just did nothing this offseason. And I think you start the first thing you have to do to, to make things right is send Russ, Russell Westbrook home. He he's one of 7 from the free throw line. He's averaging maybe 10 points on the season. He's his decision making is terrible. And if you look at the game on Sunday, you, you had the ball with the lead. You came down court, and you, you thought you had to go for a two-for-one when you had the lead. When you had the lead. 30 seconds left in the game. There was 18 seconds left on the play mm -hmm. clock. Mm -hmm. He in shoots his, an uncontested midi. In his interview, he said, that's what I'm taught. You, you go for the two-for-one. You had the freaking lead, Russ. We're winning. Yeah, so his, it, I, so his IQ is trash. His, like, his IQ is trash, and you're playing with one of the, the best – Players in history and one of the greatest players that when it comes to IQ. The, the sad part is with that, I'm, and I'm 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 let you guys go because this is your, this is your team. 
but I think uh, I think you posted it on the um, the IG page the the split screen of Russ taking that shot, mm-hmm. and then on the other screen mm-hmm. you see LeBron and AD, and both of them like, and then honestly even when you pan out you have Mister ninety four feet even going what are you doing oh with the, well actually after the. Blazers get the rebound. He also throws his hands up like, what are you doing? So at that point, if that guy has a better IQ, and again, that's my man. But if that guy has a better IQ than a man who, did he win back-to-back MVPs or just one? He won, I think it was back-to-back. I thought he just won won, one. He He won at least one. At at some point, you were the most valuable player in the NBA. Where's that man at? I think it was mostly lack of IQ, but also a lot of Russ being Russ, where he's trying to prove a point. Hey, I could take this shot too. When you, you're not that guy anymore, is he in effort mode? Honestly, he is. He, he, he is. did win back to back MVPs. There it is. Oh, like honestly, is he? Is, is I he, think he is, and I think uh, Darvin Ham just needs to send him home. He took Darvin Ham actually went in his interview and said he doesn't have time for feelings directed at Russ. Facts over feelings. Yeah, facts over feelings. He he. His job right now is to pull the nose up on this ship. And if basically if you're not on board, i.e. Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. you could go home or sit the bench. Yeah. And I think that that's the first step in trying to write whatever is going on in L.A. right now. So I disagree with the first thing you said, that this roster is poorly constructed. Um, I was listening to I was listening to a Lakers podcast earlier and they made a really good point. This roster was constructed for Russell to not be on it. <laughs> what did we hear all offseason? All offseason, all Russ getting traded. Russ getting traded. There's a Pacers deal. There was a Jazz deal. There was multiple deals. And literally, the Pacers deal, by all accounts, was nearly done. Like, nearly a done deal. And then the Lakers end up not pulling the trigger. That's a whole different conversation. So, I think the, the roster was constructed for him to not be there. Kendrick Nunn was kept. They could have traded away Kendrick Nunn. They kept him. They went out and they got Alani Walker. You went and brought back... Um, uh, I'm blanking on his name. We we brought back Mr. Fumble the Bag. Yeah, uh, Dennis the, Schroeder, the German. Yeah, yeah, Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves. You we well Austin Reeves was going to be there. He's a he. We drafted him. We're going to keep him. You went and you picked up a Pat Bev. The roster was constructed for Russ to not be there. So the fumble is the fact that he's still there now. He, and and everything you guys said about him is absolutely right. I I don't know what is happening there. Um, at this point, you just got to get rid of him. But what I will say is this team is, and this is going to sound weird, and you guys are not going to agree, this team isn't as bad as it seems. So defensive rating, huh. top three in the league. And defensively, you looked at like what we've done against the teams we've played outside of Golden State. We've actually done really well defensively. Anthony Davis looks like 2020 Anthony Davis. You know, he, he had a, several blocks. He's averaging um, two blocks a game. He's averaging 25 points and eight rebounds. Anthony Davis has looked like old Anthony Davis thus far. If he'll play all season, that's a whole different conversation. LeBron looks like LeBron. He's averaging 27 points a game and 11 rebounds. Still taking some sketchy shots. He's going to do that. You got to take that with, with who he is. Mm-hmm. Trash. The team, I think, has played fairly well. There's only There's two things that have kept this team from being 2-1 and one versus 0-3. Oh three. Okay. The three-point shooting is putrid. Atrocious. Part Terrible. of why the three-point shooting is bad because you did not go out and get a three-point shooter, right? That Pacers deal that was nearly done mm-hmm. would have brought in Buddy Heald, mm-hmm. who's an above-average three-point shooter, and Miles Turner, who's an above-average three-point shooter, especially as a big. 
So that's why that deal was so enticing. Mm-hmm. The reason in what the rumors are saying, they did not take that deal because they felt like other deals, other better deals might surface. So now the 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 storyline or the the idea is that they'll wait until about about Thanksgiving time, about twenty games in, see what happens out there on the market, and then make a deal. Whatever the best opportunity is, they'll take it. That Pacers deal will still be there. Pacers are on a full rebuild. They're going to dump those contracts. Miles Turner is hurt right now, so they're going to deal him. They'll deal Buddy because they don't want to pay him, and they're in a rebuild. So I don't think the roster is as bad as it seems. It's, it's bad because that one guy doesn't fit because they didn't plan on that guy being there. Well, two things for for that, and in today's in today's NBA, and one of the guys who made a living and winning championships off of playing a certain way, the fact that you don't pull the trigger to get a three point shooter, right? LeBron James, when he first got to Miami, he had James Jones and Chris Bosh pretty much just plant themselves in the corner, mm-hmm. right. right? In today's NBA, it's based off of outside shooting and shooting the three-pointer at extremely high volumes. Mm-hmm. So if you have two of, the, two of the best players in the NBA, that's fine. But now you need somebody else to shoot three-pointers because that's what the NBA does, right? Right. The Bulls had a guy in DeMar DeRozan who is an excellent two-point shooter. Mm-hmm. He shoots like three three-pointers a game. And that makes a difference in certain games. We've seen it. So for Rob to not pull the trigger when you're trying to get rid of somebody, I don't know what else you're waiting on. Because at some point, even at the trade deadline, how far are you guys going to slide? Are you going to say, well, LeBron will keep us afloat. LeBron so they're not going to – the, what they're saying is that it won't go to the, to the trade deadline. Like me personally, I don't think he makes it to Christmas. I don't think Russ makes it to Christmas. I think – How many games in the season are you in Christmas? But maybe 20? No, 20 puts you about Thanksgiving. So they're saying up until that point, mm-hmm. that about the 20-game mark is mm-hmm. when they'll say, okay, what, what do we have out there? And at that point, what if the Lakers are 8-12 and 12 or 5-15? and 15? At that point, even you, if you are 5-15, and 15, 20 games in, if you go out and you bring in a shooter mm-hmm. with Anthony Davis, with LeBron, with the way they're playing, then we can, you can still make the playoffs. It's only 20 games in out of an 82-game season. But, but why put yourselves behind the eight ball when you're now you're yeah. trying to, to go against Denver or the Warriors or the Suns or right now the Jazz or the Grizzlies? Well, Who, Suns, I, Suns stink right well, now. Well, but but I it's it's the West. It's hard to keep up with the, yeah. the West yeah. behind the eight ball. You got to do something now and just keep Russ away from the team until you figure that out because that's a cancer. I've seen they're looking at Terry Rozier, which would be a good addition to the pass. He he could shoot it a I'm, little bit. I'm straight. I would much rather do a, a Pacers deal with a hurt Miles Turner I'm than saying, to bring in a Terry Rozier. That's that's we, just me. I mean, we we can kind of I mean, if you guys want to say anything, else, we can close on like at this point. What what's stopping LA right now from doing what Unk said and just saying, you know what, Russ, you either have to come off the bench. Your playing time is super limited. We don't need you. I don't even want him off the bench. I want him not on the team, away from the team. You know he's not going to come off the so bench. At that point, so what's it going to hurt this team to do that? This is me, Nothing. and this is me reaching the the issue. I think you get with that. This is what I think they were hoping for. I think they were hoping for the team being able to tread water for the first month or so. Russ doesn't look like a complete waste because you also don't want him to start losing whatever trade value he may have. He's doing that on his own by the the way he's acting. So you bank, you hope that he wouldn't. You hope that he, 
honestly, other than the three point shooting that last play, like the Portland, the the blade. I don't know if you watched the whole game. I didn't. He didn't play a bad game. He did a lot of good, a lot of things well. He's just not what this team needs, and he can't shoot the three. So for this team, it's a really really bad fit. If, if you're a GM, are you taking a chance on this Russell Westbrook? Taking a chance on him? Nobody's yeah. gonna take a chance on. Would him. Would you infuse him into a roster Kings. of young guys? Yeah, you will because especially. I wouldn't. I mean, if you're if you're in a rebuild and you're tanking, you want to do two things. You want to increase draft capital and you want to open up money. Russ has an expiring contract. That's forty seven million. You trade for a team like the Pacers, a team like the Kings, who know they're they're going to stink this year anyway. Mm-hmm. You go take a Russ, knowing he's not going to work well in the team. The team ain't going to win a bunch of ball games. But you take on that contract knowing next summer, I got $47 million and I'm going to pick up two first-round draft picks to go along with it. On top of whatever other draft picks I got, now I actually can go try to rebuild my pro, my, my organization. The Pacers right now need draft picks, and they're, they're trying to open up money. That's why they dealt Karis LeVert. That's why they dealt Sabonis. So if you're a team so in that you mindset— well, yeah. Well, in theory, yes. <laughs> yes okay. You deal away any, any assets that you have that are worth anything, you deal them away— and you take on expiring contracts. Mm-hmm. So there will be a team who will say, yeah, you know what? We'll take on that $47.5 million because we know it's going to expire next summer. So now I got draft picks. And if I can entice, let's say I go get a Victor Wimbayama, can I now convince with a super max deal some, some star who's a free agent? Yeah. That's what will end up happening when a, a deal does happen. That's a good point. But I mean, Keep right, him away from the Lakers, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But other than that, I think the team is actually playing – Fine. If they were if they were shooting thirty percent from three, we're two and one. We were going to lose the Golden State either way. But the Blazers, honestly, were what a play away from winning that game. And from the Flippers, yeah. we actually did everything to win that game. We just gave it away. At and that end. was a terrible shot. You you got Dame Willard on you, and you hit a fadeaway. No, oh, LeBron, oh, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, that was oh. a terrible yeah. shot choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad you said it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a hater if I say it. <laughs> Call a spade a spade. Yeah, look at you. You know I will. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, it's very early in the NBA season. I mean, it, it, it feels like to I'm me. Panicking. I'm about to say, look, it, it feels like as a Laker fan, you guys are like 50 games into the season, and Russ has just been acting a like a donkey the whole time. I'm like Ray Charles it, when he first shot up that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. Listen, like I said, very, very young season. Um, the only, the only other thing, Unc, your boy. Before, before we leave the NBA, Zion, man, very fluky play, um, very scary play. I, I, I mean, right now it looks like he just has a butt bruise. Um, but I mean, seriously, or are you just joking? No, for real. Like, I think he's like he's questionable right now. I think he has a contusion, some kind of contusion. I mean, the the fall looked worse than what it really was. I guess right. Um, he, are we ever gonna get to see what that kid can truly, truly be in the league? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um. He has to stay healthy. It's it's really hard. To, the, the talent is there. Nobody could guard him in the league. He's a problem. We all know this. But the injury bug, normally it never goes away. If he hits you this early and consistent, it never goes away. And I hope as a fan he gets over that bug because it's a whole lot of talent there. He could be the face of the league someday if 
he stays healthy, keeps the weight under control, and just plays ball because yeah. he's virtually unguardable. He's, a, I mean, he, <laughs> he's a monster. Yes, yeah. So we, I saw him against Brooklyn the first game. No, they couldn't do nothing with nothing. Him. I think this is just weird and unfortunate, right? He goes up, he's in the open court. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, you rarely see that in the NBA. Like, what was mm-hmm. the defender doing? I don't know. I don't remember who the guy was, but I don't like, know. I mean, why I, are you touching him in the air? Like he's well, going to dunk the ball. The play is over. Well, I think he actually went up. Like I mean, it was a. It, it he, looked dirty. It was a clean play. He went for the ball. But why though? Like in like in in let's he's, let's be honest, man. In today's NBA, honestly, I don't know who it was. It might have been one of those guys who just constantly has to play hard. Maybe he was the eighth man off the bench. I honestly don't know why. All right, I don't I don't know who it was. Um, but. To, to your point, I kind of said it, you know, at the beginning of the um or before the show is like, I'm getting D Rose vibes from. Oh, him. it's Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan, what are you doing? Yeah, he's, he's not that kind of guy. Though. Like, come on, I mean, he's not that kind of guy. But what are you doing? He thought I'm that pretty, he can get that. I'm pretty no. Maybe he thought he can get that. I don't Jordan know. Clarkson, who is six four, hey man, is not going. No, and honestly, he got him straight across the arm. He wasn't really. But was going it an actual a dirty block. play? It, it, it looks like you're. It looks like he was going for the mm-hmm. foul, but why are you going for that foul? I get it. The funny thing is, I've seen I've seen the same people do that exact kind of play or similar play to LeBron James, and it doesn't affect him. And to be fair, Zion looks like he's that. Stop touching people in the Big air. of a guy. Stop touching people. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's over. There, there was the play no is point. Over. Yeah, that's like, fine. The, like he he dunked the ball. It's a wrap, bro. This is the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like you, you get so many possessions. So, like come on. So you don't believe in the in the Kevin McHale, Kurt Rambis plays anymore. No, no clotheslining. Not, nah. not in today's NBA. All right, that's fine. All right, man. Yeah, that's 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 all I got for NBA. Um, How's your Bulls? Uh, the Bulls are one and two. the The Bulls aren't going to be anything until Lonzo Ball comes back. That man means so much to that team. Really? It, yeah. Lonzo, Lonzo, on a Lonzo is a perfect fit for. Actually, a lot of teams, what he does, he's a much better three-point shooter. Um, he's not a traditional point guard. He's going to be that guy that's going to press and run. So you get him and uh, Zach Levine running up and down together, it's a problem. It was a problem. You saw what the Bulls were last year. Um, and then on defense, he's a, he's a really good defender. He's long. And he, pause. Just, he plays – pause. He plays passing lanes. He's that guy. And, again, if you get the Bulls running, if you get Lonzo Ball running – that kind of point guard, he's fantastic. He's okay. not John Stockton, walk the ball down, set up the offense kind of guy. So the Bulls trying to figure that out without Lonzo, they're going to be okay. But, I mean, the, the Central got a lot better, man. Detroit's talented. Like, Cleveland, we see what Cleveland did. Yeah, Spider Mitchell actually wants to play ball this year. I drafted him. I heard. Who cares? Ooh. A little spicy over there, guy. Sheesh, man. Y'all could have put me in the league, man. No, no, you could have put you in the league. You could have put yourself in you the league. You had a five-day head start. Someone should have texted me, man. You had a five-day head start. I had a lot on my mind. Which is fine. It's fine. It's fair. Obviously, it wasn't him. <laughs> Clint, <laughs> add me. Apparently, man. you should still have a lot of your mind. You no longer have a lot of your mind? Is that what happened? No. I always have a lot on my mind. Okay. Whatever. Well, moving on. Yeah, I mean, listen, we took one thing, one less thing off of your mind. There right? you go. One less thing you have to worry about. You got you a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm telling you, every time he says okay, he just yeah. putting another round in, in the barrel. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's, let's switch gears. Um, 
Breeze, do you? Oh, I kind of don't want to do it because I think I had a bad week this week. You want to do what? <sighs> NCAA football. NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. I had a bad week. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Go Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs. Oh, wow. Not so fast, midget. Not so fast. These guys are up. Yeah, I mean, that, that's Lucas Patrick. You actually kind of need that offensive line can't take any more hits. They're legit about to sign my son off the practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give you a pancake every now and then. No. No? No. He'll take a knee out. No. Oh, He'll definitely take a knee out. No. What? He's not that guy. You don't think Tease will trip somebody? No. Oh, come on, man. Tease is actually a really good guy. Seems aggressive, though. Nothing like you. Wow. <laughs> he whiz. I'm sorry. I, yeah, no, that's fine. I couldn't help myself. That's fine. My son's a good guy. He is. All right, man. Uh, Breeze, you want to go ahead and rip this Band-Aid off from me with these, uh, with these pick'ems? All righty. Hickums. Week numero ocho. Matter of fact, uh, Unc, can you just hand me the Patron now? Because this is... Was it that? Did you do that, man? Oh, I don't. I don't have tallies. I do have results, but I don't have. Tallies. I'm okay with tallies. Yeah, you can, okay. you can you can say the tallies this 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 week. All right. So game number one was number seven, Ole Miss at Louisiana State University. Mm. We all pick Louis. We all pick Ole Miss. Yep. Um, I, I I don't know who wouldn't have picked Ole Miss. Like LSU is getting better, man. We called them so, at the right time. Yeah. No, they they are they are. I think we talked about them last week. They're figuring out who they are now. They were favored by Vegas, which is which is the reason they end up making the cut. Because I wasn't going to put this game on there because I assumed mm-hmm. we'd all pick Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. But Louisiana State was favored by two and a half. Interesting. Which again, they were all also at home. And if you remember, mm-hmm. college football home team gets three points baked in. I bet you Florida fans would have picked them. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, they would have been torn. Right, because you mm-hmm. lost to them, but mm-hmm. then also you won. Yeah. So, uh, as the name what we actually said for picks, mm-hmm. I said Little Miss run the ball. <laughs> they can't throw the ball. They can't throw the ball. It's, it's so weird to me. They got the weapons. Do they? They do. Sure. Um, Pump said hot toddy, and Unk went with Dexter McCluster. Shout out to Pinellas County. Shout out. He had yeah. like 300 yards rushing against Lakewood. He broke a he broke a record. He against scored Lakewood. six touchdowns that game. You were there? I saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. I was on the side. Well, I was there. I was <laughs> watching. It was a treat to watch. I feel like that was one of like those legendary games. Like he had 17 touchdowns in the first half. Yes, I think he broke like a all time record for the whole season. He did something. Oh, that he had a bonkers season <laughs> that year. There, there was there His was one play. Was I nuts. think that he like caught a reverse. Went to the concession stand, got a hot dog, came <laughs> back, and then just it was like a two yard run. But it was, I was a like chicken sandwich. Yeah. Oh, that makes he sense. And he broke Tim sandwich. Tebow's heart. So he did. Well, I'm cool with that. Okay, LSU won 45 to 20. It was really that fourth quarter. It was a it was a much tighter game, and in the fourth quarter, LSU was just like, you know what? We're just gonna pull away with this game. They scored 21 unanswered. Ole Miss did not score in the second half at all. Tragic. Lane Kiffin, it seems like his teams are just right there, and then like Luther's curl, they huh? Like it, it just quite, it just just, just won't, can't. yeah, yeah. And then they end up falling on their face. They have one of the hardest back halves of the season. Really quickly, I just want people to just hear the Ole Miss schedule to end the season. It doesn't sound as vaunted now as maybe it did earlier in the year, but they were at LSU. 
They're going to be at Texas A&M. Unk, relax. They got to play. Alabama. <laughs> 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 they got to play Alabama, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. So they literally get all of the SEC West like packed into the last yeah. weeks of the season. They played all their non-conference. Like they played like a cupcake schedule to start, and then now it's just all straight conference games. And this was one that they were expected to win. So we got to see how they bounce back from that. Any other thoughts on that game? Bio Bengals. Okay. Game number two was number nine, UCLA. At number 10, Oregon. This was game of the week, right? <laughs> Had to be. This is the game of the week. So, Chip Kelly, coming on home. I'm coming home. Chip Kelly goes into Eugene and gets slapped. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oregon scored, they scored 28 points in the second quarter alone. Shout out to Dilly Dilly, man. Bo Nick stopped throwing picks. Who? Yeah, Bo Nix stopped throwing pigs. That man's on a Heisman pace. Hey, they showed that comparison with Mariotti when he won the Heisman, and his numbers are right there. He won't win it, but yeah, his numbers are right there. I still think he's trash, but <laughs> I mean, he won't win it. You yeah. got what Henry Hooker's doing in Tennessee. Yeah. You got yeah, Bryce yeah, yeah. Young. You got CJ Stroud, yeah. Kayla Williams. To me, this is this is what Bo Nix was always hyped up to be. I've, I've always said that Bo Nix always shows that he has talent. The, the, the talent is obvious. Yeah. Put him in the right offense. I mean, or just put him on the field and he sucks, typically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's usually been his MO. Yeah. Put him on the field. He can make every play. He can run. He can do all this. But for whatever reason, moment's too big, pissed down his leg. Now, all of a sudden, he goes to Eugene. He found the elixir or something. After that first game of getting slapped around by Georgia, which he was used to doing, yeah. he's really turned it around, man. He's having a phenomenal mm. year so far. Maybe that's what it – never mind. I, Go ahead, getting slapped around by Georgia? Yes. <laughs> Battered syndrome. Go Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> Picks. I said big ducks, no whammies. Yeah. Pump said the Institute, formerly known as the Cubs and Grizzlies. True. Most people probably do not know that. It's a true statement. And I said trade Westbrook. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Hey, hey, please. <laughs> I'm trying I'm, to get I'm trying to get through the rob some way. <laughs> I'm the only one that won. Why did you guys go with the Bruins? Uh the Bruins have been playing good ball to me. And for some reason, I, I feel like I don't know oh God, what game was I watching last week? And somebody was really hyping up Oregon. And they made it seem like Oregon has just been having this amazing season. I'm like, do y'all not remember when they got slapped around the first game of the season? All right. So since then, I mean, they've played what? Great competition? Like there, extremely really good competition? No. No. There was a fan in the stand talking about, we want Georgia. <laughs> I seen that poster like, bro, seriously? Yeah, so I, that's why I picked UCLA. I, I thought that UCLA would go in there and Oregon would do what they normally do. Oregon folds a lot of times in big games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought Chip would have a chip on his shoulder that's going in there. But and I, I felt like DTR was the better quarterback coming into this game. I didn't have no trust in Bo Nix, especially in big games. Yeah. So he proved me wrong. Now he had a game. He had a game for sure. Okay. Game number three, number 20, Texas at number 11, Oklahoma State. Yeah. Final score was Oklahoma State 41 to 34. I went with learn this from Texas, swinging that bubbled out Lexus. Anybody mm. know that reference? 
Is that a UGK reference? K-R-I-T. He probably took it from Pimp C. Probably. Pump said the state of Texas has its own pay power grid. It's I true. believe it. It's true. Uh, no, it's, that's a true statement. I mean, it's it's a massive state, first of all. Yeah, I mean, with a lot of money. Still, though, like, how ridiculous that is? It's a massive state with a lot of money. It's a country in it, itself. It kind of <laughs> is a country. It's bigger than a lot of countries yeah, on mm-hmm. the planet. It's fair. I went with technically Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you have to wait for the call. Like you just, this is what you're waiting oh, for. Such a great movie, man. The the game to me, the difference was Quinn Ewers threw three interceptions. His yeah. very first throw was an interception. He started the game that way. Three picks. He finished 19 for 49. Yep. That's not winning football. Nope. So Texas. You know, was really hot. Started out really strong in the year. They take Alabama to the brink, and they've seemingly come down to earth a little bit. Sark is there's a stat out there on Sark. Sark in big games when they play ranked opponents, he's over ten. It's so not good. It's not good. They're doing some right things in Texas, but they're getting still the guys in there, not, but they're still not there. You had 140 yards from 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 Bajan Robinson. That boy, Getting 140 in a college game that kid's is a nice big too. deal. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they just can't, they just can't quite. Just, just can't. Yeah. I was disappointed because again, I, I think I text you guys like that. Texas defense has been showing up in big games, right? When, uh, but they blanked Oklahoma. They showed up against Bama. I mean, I know Oklahoma isn't what. <laughs> Hello. Um. It's not the, the the team that we expected them to be at the beginning of the season, but still, Oklahoma is still Oklahoma a little bit. And I was expecting that defense to just do what they have been doing traditionally in bigger games this season. And, you know, didn't happen. Yeah. 0-3 for pump so far. <laughs> you said it was a rough week. 0-3 yeah, here as well. You're not, oh, you're 0-3 as well? Yeah. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm 1-2, so I ain't like I'm doing much better. Game number four, number 17, Kansas State at number eight, TCU. This this could have been up there for game of the week. Um, ended up being a, a, a pretty decent, a really, really good game in the first half. Similar to Ole Miss, Kansas State did not get painted in the second half. Literally 21 nothing in the second half of ball. You got to pass them sticks, man. That's how you lose a game. Like you will, like you cannot go two whole quarters mm-hmm. in in the witching hour and not score a touchdown. That's how you win games. What do you do when it's winning time? You lose. They did nothing. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's just bad, man. You know, I I don't know what the deal is with Kansas State. It, it feels like just one of those random Kansas State years where they'll beat some teams that you're like, oh, there's no way they beat that team. Right. But then also games that are winnable, they just won't show up. Are we talking about TCU in the playoffs? They're, they're playing some really good ball right now. I think at the moment they're they'll be in the conversation. They're you know right around there. The biggest thing for them is going to come down to can they actually win the conference? Yeah, because they're going to have to beat Oklahoma State. So I think if both teams continue to go undefeated, you know that's what it'll come down to. TCU also does still have to visit Texas. So while Texas is not, you know. Wowing anybody off, you know, out, out of 
out of this world, that is spurts. still a game, yeah. right? And they are still talented, and you they have to go to Texas. So that those two games, if they can win at Texas and they can beat Oklahoma State in the conference championship, yeah, they'll be right there for sure. I think we might end up with a log jam. There's a potential to end up with a log jam for the playoff. I think it's going to be interesting because a team that pump mm. is hoping doesn't get in because they've now dropped the game. Mm. They might end up on the outside looking in if several teams stay undefeated. And I think there's a very real possibility. Well, we, we know we're going to get Alabama and Georgia, so there's only you, two other you, options. I think you might not. You think so? That's actually what I'm talking about. Pump doesn't think Bama should get in. He thinks they should have slid further than they did. Stop it. I think you end up without Alabama being in there. Mm. I think it's a very real possibility, maybe more than ever. Can you have three SEC teams in there? You're not getting three SEC, SEC teams. I just don't think it's possible. You, they wouldn't, they're going to need help to get in. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. They're going to need help to get in. We can talk. Save that. Let's, let's, let's go to the Pick'ems. Let's, let's kind of talk about that a little bit. Okay. All right. Last game of the Pick'em. This is the random. This is my random game of the week. I'm sure you guys are probably like, Oh, what was, bro, our, what? was our picks for uh, the TCU? Oh, sorry. KC? Yes, I said I'll TCU in the Conference <laughs> Cup game. That's Pick of the Week. <laughs> is it? It's like one of those corny pickup lines. <laughs> Yo, Matt. Matt corny. This is intentional. I'll TCU later. Yes. <laughs> Pump went with technically they're the horned lizards. Yeah, it's true. That's not, that doesn't sound as cool. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are, though. Fighting <laughs> lizards. Yeah. yeah. Gators. Horned frog. And I'll say the house that LT built. Yeah. So we were all wrong. We were right. I was no, right. No, no, my bad, my bad. I my was bad, right. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Yes, TCU did win 38 to 28. We were all correct, actually. All right. All right. We're all scrapping for wins this week. Will it be one? <laughs> Come. <laughs> <laughs> Last game of the week was Boise State at Air Force. Now, this is the one I'm pretty sure y'all are probably like, bro, what? I didn't watch it. <laughs> but I made a pick. didn't watch it. Final score 1914, Barn Burner. <laughs> Squabbler. <laughs> Boise State, also like Ole Miss, also like Kansas State. Did not score in the second half. I don't know what that was this week. Several teams, three of the four games, there was a team that did not score in the second half. That is odd. But anyway, Boise State won. I said that uh, they won't have the red tails to win this one. I didn't think they would win. Pump said, you can gain admission to Boise State University by potato cook-off instead of taking the ACT. Mm -hmm. Is that that actually true? That is actually a true statement. Why do you know that? I looked it up. Fair enough. So I don't have to show what I know as long as I could cook a potato. Yeah, and I then, get in. And then they have a scholarship program. It is Idaho. And if you use the, if you try to apply to the scholarship, you can't use cheese in your dish because everything tastes better with cheese. That's true. Cheese is a cheat code huh. when it comes to cooking. It is. No, I mean it Except makes sense. It's Idaho. Yeah. It's Idaho. You learn a lot on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you come for sports, you stay for the random hey, facts. Man. Let's go. Right. Wow. Not only are we everything sports, we are also everything random knowledge. Hey, mm-hmm. kids, if you're looking to go to college, <laughs> learn how to cook a potato. There you go. Come on, man. Get up, get up in Boise State, which apparently Boise State has one of the newer, really nice ski lodges. Hmm. I was I was recently talking to a guy. He 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 sells candles at the Saturday market out at the pier, mm-hmm. and his son apparently works the ski lodge out there. He does like the dynamite. You know, he goes out and measures JJ the snow. Evans? Huh? JJ. No, like, okay. you know, they actually set off dynamite at like ski lodges. Why? Because they want to intentionally move snow sometimes because 
you to avoid a avalanche happening on its own. They I was going to say, is that how you avalanche. create an avalanche? Yes, but you you want to do it in a controlled way as controlled opposed to avalanche. letting it happen huh. on its own. Until you kill somebody. Well, <laughs> well, no, that's the point. They clear. And they have, they have right. yank young Mac Jones. Another random fact. There you nice. go. I like them. All right, what was the picks? Picks were, <laughs> yeah. I said the picks. Oh, and the last that, pick was yours. You said, I need two purrs. Two Give me two purrs. <laughs> so I? Not pairs. Purrs. No, purrs. 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 Just like when you're in Tennessee, it's music. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you confuse it. it. That still doesn't make any sense to me. The fact they put R's, uh, they put an R in music. Yeah, Louisiana does that too. Yes. Like instead of point, it's the perk. Yeah. It's so weird. Hey. Even though Louisiana accents are great. Fantastic place. Yeah, um, you got that one wrong. What made you go with Air Force? Just a shot in the dark? Yeah, shot in the dark. Fair enough. I got that one wrong. I thought Air Force won. No. They huh. lost 19 oh. to 14. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, one and four for you this week? Yeah. I mean, Pump didn't win a thing. No, no, I, I got, got two. Oh, you got the Air Force pick and, and TCU, TCU pick. sir. I went three and two. <laughs> Excuse you, sir. All right, whatever, sir. Yeah. The audacity. Okay, those you, are the picks, and you don't have totals. No, I don't have totals. It's okay. I'm still Which winning. You were y'all were tired, tired so he's up. So, yeah, I'm yeah, up. You're done. Boy, I'm boy, looking good this season. I, like I don't it. know about good. I, I think like I'm a, it. I think I'm like a game or two back now. Yeah, you're creeping up. Shout out to me. Yeah, creeping on to come up. All right, fellas. We, uh, you mentioned. Um, Kind of mid-season uh, grades, report cards. Report cards. Mm-hmm. Progress oh, reports. Oh, well, you wanted me to rip this band out. Jimbo F. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jimbo is oof. Stinking it up, bro. <laughs> Wait, why are we talking about, why is that the first team you go for? Report cards. I mean, you couldn't talk, I mean, you could have talked about Alabama. You could have right. talked about Ohio State. Let me talk about my own team since we're not going to talk about them. Okay, no. Let's we're going to talk about our teams and let the band aid be ripped because I mean we won. Well, you also said we're going to talk playoff picture. Yes. Okay. So real quick, Miami stinks. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. No, they stink. Okay. Do you want like in depth analysis of why they stink? No, that's all you got for me. Yeah, Yeah, we'll take it. I mean, just stink in two weeks. Don't just stink some more in two weeks. Yeah, I'm cool with that. The only thing that I feel bad about is because this is like the first season, like. And not, and not that you were, huh? Interesting. Not that you were hyped up about it, but I mean, the beginning of the year, you were like, "Yeah, got season tickets." I was like, "Oh man, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool." You're like, "Yeah, you know, not, you know, pretty inexpensive." I'm like, "Oh man, that's a it's come up." And now I feel bad for you taking that trip down there every couple, even though it's it's Miami, it's Miami, cool. <laughs> it's, yeah, but, first but it's I like have a great time down there. Yeah. Oh no, I, no, I believe it, but. If you're going to Boise every week, (laughs) fair enough. I would also like to take that trip and see my team win. True. It, uh, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they stink. The, the buying of the season tickets. Again, when I picked my my season prediction, I said eight and four. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I wasn't expecting a a playoff caliber season anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew it would be some lumps to take. I didn't know it'd be this many lumps. Yeah. But I knew there'd be lumps to take, so it's more so like I wanted to get in on it because mm-hmm. this was going to be in a year to do it, and then now I'm teed up to get it. Hopefully, okay. in future seasons when the team is better. Can I can I shout out? Even though I don't have Twitter, you guys, I thank you guys for keeping me up on Twitter. You should get Twitter. Like that's we got to get it's, you on it's, Twitter. It's, 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 I've been telling this for years. Herm sent me the 
actually he sent me and Unc the for me the tweet of the week. <laughs> they said that somebody said a dude called Mario Telemundo Tagger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. That actually was good. Oh man, that was fan that listen, that was fantastic for that me. That was a good one. How do you feel about uh Keyshawn Smith's mom calling out uh Josh Gaddis? I think that is very that is exactly why this team stinks. The players are soft. Like you're complaining on like first of all, you're being coached hard. Right. And your reaction was to call your mom, whose reaction was to go on Twitter. And let me just read the tweet that no, she Please tweeted. go for it. If you had if you had an offensive coordinator who walks in in meetings tells his team they are wor- the worst team ever, would you still want to play for him? I heard of tough coaching, but that's just stupid. I wonder if UFC talks to his UFC coach talks to his players like that. I guess we'll we'll see. T N P L H, whatever that means. You won't see because USC has elite wide receivers and Lincoln's not offering you. Yeah. So you probably won't see. Now maybe you can go to UCLA. I He's think a Cali was, kid. I think it was stupid on the not calling his mom stupid, but it was just not a smart idea because now you put a lot of pressure on your kid because you still got to play this week. And God forbid he drops a pass. The stadium is going to go nuts. Which is exactly what he had been doing. And she ended up deleting her account. Miami, the Miami fan base. That, that was harsh, though. My, the Miami fan base will talk as bad about our team worse than anybody else can. But it's like, like I can pick on my brother, but nobody else can. Like, we, I will dog my own family, but you can't do it. Right. I can do it because it's my family. So they yeah. end up going in on it because that is part of the problem. We lose games and kids are still posting highlights on Instagram. That's a problem. I like it on God, uh, Josh Gaddis's and call them out. Yes, like, tell them what they are. A hundred percent. Last year, there was a, there was a, a real, really quick. This is, this really isn't about Miami anymore. This is about just college football in general. Last year, there was a an audio clip that came out about Texas offensive line coach, and he's on the bus and he is ripping these kids, like ripping them. And it came out, and it was like, oh, my goodness, he shouldn't talk to the kids like that. It's football. First of all, it was all true, though. Mm -hmm. All of it was true, and they needed to hear the truth. And everybody came into this year thinking Texas' offensive line would be a big problem. They're not. They flipped that offensive line. The guys who stayed had to change the way that they saw the game, and now that offensive line isn't holding that team Mm -hmm. back anymore. You have to be honest, and sometimes it's not going to come out nice. Tough love, man. Thank you. So that was one. And then two weeks ago, when Alabama lost to Tennessee, Nick Saban in his postgame interview mentioned that in the tunnel, before every game, apparently the players have like some chant they do. And before the Tennessee game, they weren't chanting. And he asked him, he's like, why are y'all not chanting? And he essentially was trying to say like, like they weren't loose, they weren't confident, they didn't go into that game how they go into every game else, which we're going to win, we're the better team, and with that swagger that they bring to the game. And this Miami team, and all of these Miami teams that have stunk, don't have that mentality. They don't have that dog mentality. I'm better than you, and I'm going to show you that I'm better than you. They're soft. And I think it's because they're entitled. They, they think because they put that you on their chest, they're supposed to play like the teams in the nineties and the two thousands, early two thousands. And that's not the case. You have to you have to kind of set your own standards every year. You can't every, come in and rest on the laurels of 
past teams. I feel like we've had this conversation about entitled players in this generation period that yeah. come in and again, if, if if you're just a freak of nature athlete, you're James gonna get, Williams, you're gonna get yours regardless, right? And other people, they just are cool with their, you know, putting their own highlights. The people who are really good don't have to put up their own highlights. <laughs> No, right. right. You're gonna you're gonna show up on Sports Center. You're gonna show up on Barstool. You're gonna show up on somewhere. Regardless. We'll talk about you. <laughs> we'll talk about you. Whatever. Right. Your mom doesn't have to do anything. Your mom doesn't have to do all your recruiting for you. Whatever. She doesn't have to be your hype man. You're already that guy. Yeah. Right. So these other kids who are just into like, oh well, not I work hard too. I work just as hard as he does. Yeah, but you're not good. <laughs> right. And if I tell you you're not good, the point is, if you want to be where he is, get better. And if you can't take that, I don't need you in my program. Yeah. You and your mama. And I'm with the coach telling you that to your face. Yeah. Then coddle you because you were a former four-star or five-star. No, it's a it's a clean slate. Mm-hmm. This is college. Yeah, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with it. Mario's an old-school guy, and that's been one of the biggest issues with Miami teams of late. The teams are just soft. Players are self-centered. They're more so worried about their own highlights, their own success. And until they realize that team success will make you look good. If the team plays well, if the team does well, you will look good. And you actually have to put in the work, which right. you said it. Like, Mario keeps saying it. We got to put in the work. But the players, at the end of the day, got to do it. And, you know, last thing I'll say, bad teams find ways to lose games. This team is bad, and they keep finding eight turnovers. No team, in, no team in FBS has had eight turnovers this season. They're the first. But that is – fumbling hadn't been an issue before. Bad teams learn; they find ways to lose games, and this is just a bad team. Mario can't hold on to the ball. I was just going to say that I can't even put it on the coaches because fumbling is is between you and you. Yeah, you could draw up a play, but you got to catch the football. You could be in position to make a tackle. You got to complete the tackle. Yeah, and mentality of a team is very hard to predict. It's hard to predict the mentality of a team. Like you, Alabama going to Tennessee, I would have never said, "Oh yeah, they're they're lacking confidence." I would have never guessed that an Alabama team would lack confidence going into a game. But apparently that happened to them. Mm-hmm. It's hard to predict mentality, especially in college sports. And the mentality of this team is terrible. So it's that, terrible. So at that point, uh, midterm report card, what are you giving your team? An F. F. Okay. <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> Flat out F. Flat out F. About the staff? Right. The staff? A D. I, I, <laughs> I do think. Nobody's I, getting any good grades I, around here. I do think here. Mario guys, the guys that Mario brought in, the transfers and the true freshmen, the true freshmen, there, you could see what a couple recruiting classes could do, and Mario hitting the portal, some more could do, because I think your two best players are are portal guys, the wide receiver um, Kobe, Kobe Young, Kobe Young, and uh, Mesador. Those are your two best players. They're well, from the portal. That says a lot well, about your roster. Well, it says a lot about Mario. Well, it says a lot about Mario, but it also says a lot about the roster he inherited, where he literally showed up and was able to go find guys who were looking to leave their situation. They show up on that campus, and they're the best guys halfway through the season. Yeah, and unless their touchdowns start counting for 20 points apiece, then the whole team gets an F. Yeah, team gets an F. <laughs> yeah. Coaching staff gets a D, sure. All right, Pump, who you got? Um, I mean, if we want to stick with our own squad, I mean, I'll stick with Florida State. I'll give them a C. C. Mm-hmm. Okay. I give them a C. Um, I wanted to see the this team progress. I think Jordan Travis has progressed. Like we all, I've always mentioned to you know you guys that I want to see him progress. I think that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC. He doesn't get enough 
uh, positive pub, in my opinion. Um, but again, there's still there's still something there that that's to be desired, and I feel like it's been like that for you know at least for you know the last season, maybe season and a half, um, where I want to see whatever it is that switch flip, and I can't say it's you know guys, I can't say it's talent because for whatever reason, it seems like man, it's wide receiving core they don't look you know they don't look too bad. Running back staff, they don't look too bad. We got a nice quarterback. We have some decent talent uh, up front on the defensive line. Yeah, the O line, they know how to run block. They can't pass block, <laughs> but they know how to run block. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. But it feels like we're always just one play away, one play away, one play away, and that stretch of playing uh, Wake, NC State, and Clemson. It's hard to watch that game or w- watch that three game stretch. And continue to be one play away, one mistake away, one quarter that's really bad. Okay, well you figure out now it comes down to a last, you know, last minute drive. Right. Like at some point, I don't I didn't see that progression from game to game to game. It was the same we watched the same game for three weeks straight. It's like we're at the top of the hill and we could either go to the other side or just fall back down on our face. Mm-hmm. So I keep saying that these next five games are going to either take the C to maybe a B plus okay. or take the C to an F. I'm with that. Again, like to me, it's that kid where you, you know, they can do it. They just don't try hard enough. Yeah. Right. They don't pay attention. Right? Just do a little extra credit, you know, pay Show attention up. a little harder. Maybe yeah. take some more notes. Maybe you can actually get a B in this class. Right. So, put your name on the paper. That's all you got to do, yeah. man. Just put- <laughs> It's worth five points. Right. Just put your name Get on the, the paper. Points. Kick the field goal. Come on. When man. you're inside the 30. That's all you gotta do. So yeah, I I'll, I'll give this team a C. And that's a bit that's a good C. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna go Jimbo. It's it's the obvious one. That's an F. Um I'm gonna go with Tennessee. <laughs> Why are that's we a, talking about Jimbo? A plus. A plus Tennessee, Tennessee gets an oh A plus. Nobody expected this start. And it's not like you're playing Randos, yeah. you're it's, not playing random teams. It's not fool's gold at all. They can play. Yeah, this team looks legit, and led by Hendon Hooker, who was a transfer from Virginia. Breeze, you said uh, last week you didn't think he had this in him. No, and the fact that that coaching staff is able to get that out uh, a Heisman worthy year out of him so far, along with a slew of receivers. And just an amazing offense, and the defense is doing enough. I think they're one of the best teams in the country and could make the playoffs, and nobody expected it. So I have to give them an A-plus this, at this point in the season. Okay. I'm cool with that. I'm going to go with Dino Babers in Syracuse. That's a good one. A-plus for Syracuse. Going into this season, there was rumors that Dino might be on his way out. He was, one of the, he was on one of the hottest preseason seats, especially in the ACC, and now you've got a ranked team. You just went to Clemson. You pushed them to a one-score game. You had an opportunity to win. I mean, they kind of gave it the away. Ref, no, the refs stole it. I mean, the refs didn't give Clemson 17 points in the fourth quarter. Syracuse Fair. also just didn't do some stuff they were supposed to do. They also did not score in the second half. I don't know what that was this week. It was a trend, right? It's so yeah. weird. And this, this game almost made the cut for Pickums, but did not score any points in the second half. You gave up 17 in the fourth quarter. So... But, but again, a one-score game at Clemson from Syracuse. Nobody saw this coming from Dino Babers and that team. Shout out to Syracuse. They they have a 
They got some tough games coming up the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I think one of their tougher games, you guys, is at home at least. So you get that in the Carrier Dome. You know, Syracuse, right now, Dino Babers went from hot seat to he might get an extension. Or he might get an a upgrade. Or he somebody might go up there and pluck him from Syracuse. But, I mean, nobody saw that coming. All right. I like that one. Okay. Uh, my last grade, which you know, I, I don't, I don't know how how many of you guys want to go around the table. I, I think yeah, I, I do want to, I do want to talk playoff picture okay, real I, quick halfway through. Because I feel, I feel low key, mine might set up a little playoff talk. All right. Uh, Bama, Bama gets a D. What? This this sounds like hater talk. Yeah, this no, 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 sounds no, no, like no, you no, hate. No, no, yeah. no, it's not. No, no, it's not. It's not. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. To me, it's not hater talk at all. Alabama right now is a. Alabama is Alabama. They always have talent, right? At some point, people will catch up, right? It's clear that Georgia's caught up. Right now, just for a season, clearly Tennessee's caught up, right? There's other teams around the SEC right now who are always taking aim at Alabama, but it's like, uh, it doesn't seem like that gap is as far as it has been. And at some point, you can't rest on your laurels, and I don't think that Nick Saban does. My issue, again, last week of Alabama dropping where they did, they, it was perfect storm scenario. I think I said that, right, mm. where you had four teams in the top ten lose. They dropped down to six. Yes, they played another team in the top ten. That's fine. Now, up until that point, Tennessee was, oh, man, Tennessee's playing some really good ball, but let's see what happens when they play Alabama. All right, well, Tennessee's proven they are who they are. If Alabama's going to keep on getting bailed out because of that, because they're the standard, at some point that has to change. If you beat Alabama, you're good because Alabama's the standard. Well, maybe Alabama's just not the standard anymore, and maybe that's that's okay to say. Mm. It feels like people are afraid to say that Alabama just might not be the standard. And if you look at Alabama's season so far, well, yeah, they've blown out uh, Louisiana Monroe. They've blown out Vanderbilt. They've blown out Utah State. They struggled against Texas. They struggled against Texas A&M. They lost against Tennessee. And now they got to go play an LSU team that's picking up some steam. They're not as bad as what people thought they were. They got to still play um, Ole Miss. Who knows what happens? Lane Kiffin coming back and wants to play uh, uh, against uh, Nick Saban. I don't think that this Alabama team – has done enough this season to just say, oh, well, you know what? They're still Bama. So from what that, from what I've seen when it, in the games that have mattered and the games that they've lost, yeah, I'll give Alabama for – so if we're always going to compare them to the standard, yeah, they get a deed for me. They're still winning games, though. and Yeah, they haven't played anybody either. The, the team stand- that they played, they barely they, – they've lost the two games. A win is a win. Uh, sure. And – the way the way college football is—is is that go- typically the standard for Alabama? Win is a win. It's not the standard, but you got to look at hold, it's, it's, hold them to the standard. Every I am every year, they're the target, and they they're still winning mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since we've seen them ranked sixth in the country. So it's not like they <laughs> they dropped them to eighteen or something. Mm-hmm. How how are you giving them a D? I just told they, you why. They, I, they, I, th- I thought I just if, laid out my case if, for you. If, <laughs> It didn't. It didn't make sense to me. Okay. If you look at the talent across the board, mm-hmm. they don't have a first round wide receiver worth talking about. Okay. Uh, Jamar Gibbs, he's probably the best player on the team. They got a Heisman Trophy mm-hmm. quarterback, but other than that, their secondary is mid. Mm-hmm. 
wide receiver room is mid, and they're still winning games. So, so hold on. So it, it sounds like, again, you're kind of making the point that I'm making, that maybe the standard is not the same anymore. Maybe they're not the standard anymore. So you actually, so if you want to keep shooting them bail, then that's fine. But maybe, I, but in all honesty, maybe they're I'm, not I'm one of the top not four teams in the country. But they're not a D team. Look, look, you could look. If I'm, Clemson is more of a D team than uh, if Alabama. If I'm, if I, well, I don't think that any. Did you expect that Clemson would be in position to really make a title run this year? At the beginning of the year, did we say, you know what? They could be in the national championship. But now they are in the picture, so you have to la- well, yeah, label them what? as because such. Of, because of how good they played or because people in front of them have been losing? And they're winning games. No, because they've been good or because people in front of them have been losing. It's a bit of both. So there's, so there's a big But where, where did they start the season? Games. They started the season at four, right? They're five. Four or five. Yeah, sure. so they, there was the standard. And you thought that Clemson was the number four team in the country with a quarterback controversy coming into the season? Pump. Look, how, look, how often does that happen? Look at the AP poll. I'm, I'm just asking. How many how, teams do you how actually, often does that happen? How many though? teams do you actually think are better than Clemson? Uh, at least three. Okay. <laughs> so four was, was at, where at they least, needed to be. Oh, you mean like the beginning of the season? Yeah, so there was a standard labeled on Clemson. Mm-hmm. And they're living up to the standard, even though they, we know they're not that good. So what's the problem? Like, I'm not saying Alabama should be an A+, plus, but a D is kind of harsh. That's I, think, fine. I think a D is a, is a, is oh, a I'm, bit oh, I grade, much. I grade harsh. Yeah, I think no, a D that, is a bit overreaction. Now, not, I don't think it's an overreaction. Now, I do. I, I think it's a little. I do think it's an overreaction. But if that's you cool. want, if you want to say that Bama isn't living up to the standard it set, I think that's also fair. Okay. I think this is this is not one of Bama's better rosters. I thought mm-hmm. that. I think there there are more deficiencies on this roster than ever before. Usually, you got a first round wide receiver, you got a first round left tackle, mm-hmm. you got a first round D tackle. A linebacker who's going top three rounds, maybe a couple of DBs that are going to top three rounds. I don't think this roster is as good, but to Unk's point, there there it's hard to win games every week, and they are winning games. So to give a team that's seven and one with a one a field goal loss on the road to a mm-hmm. top four team, a D, que- so, I don't know if I so, can do that. So question: right. when you have when you have a team that's a, and you know that I what is it anything past. You know, 10, 15, yeah, you don't keep, keep it, right? So when the team is close and, you know, they get pushed to the brink by an unranked team, if you're number 12 and you get pushed to the brink by, you know, a team ranked number 34, how far do they usually drop? Like maybe three, four, five spots. We can probably look it up and do the research, mm-hmm. right? Right. So when Bama almost loses to a Texas A&M team that you have mentioned so many times on this show is garbage. What do you call it? Trash can trash. juice? Crash, tra- yeah, trash can right? juice. Trash yeah, can juice, that's, that's right? It. So at that point, like, oh, well, they keep winning, so let's leave them at three. Okay. If you get pushed to the brink by a Texas team that didn't even have its starting quarterback – Okay, well they won, so let's let's drop them from one to two, or let's keep. Matter of fact, I don't even know if they dropped. If that was anybody else, if that was any other standard or anywhere else in the top twenty-five polls, you would drop that team down. So why does Alabama? Matter of fact, hold on, hold on we see, but we saw that. Hold on, we saw that as Florida State fans. Remember when Florida State kept winning the year after um, we won the Natty, right? We kept yeah. winning close game after close game after close game, and what happened? We went from one. To two to three to four. At one point, I think we were like five. I mean, we could all we, we could all winning. agree that there's so, some bias towards the SEC. But my thing is, so a D, a D, hold on, wait. But Georgia barely beat Missouri, who stinks. 
Okay. Georgia struggled against Kent State. Okay. Who is Kent State. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not upset about them still sitting at number ones. Why right. is it just Bama? They haven't lost. And they either. haven't done it as long as Bama. They haven't. Georgia they, also hasn't lost a game. They haven't. But you're saying Bama's that Bama's actually lost the game. Squeak by Texas. So they why is Ohio State Texas number one in in the country opposed to? I'd be fine Georgia. with that. Okay. I mean, I, what about? Are you upset that Clemson is hanging where they are because they barely beat some teams that they were favored to really beat? Absolutely. Now, now, so, so now so again, you, so, so it's all it's not just Bama because yeah. you only say it about Bama. You don't say it about Clemson. You don't say it about Georgia. And, and, and just Bama, just Bama. And again, because Georgia's here now. So right? it's Bama though. No, no, no. George. No, I'm saying Georgia's where they are now. Georgia hasn't been this this powerhouse for 15 years. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, Alabama is the standard. So if I'm comparing this, if I'm comparing anything or I'm grading what they are right now, it's not unfair for me to say, yeah, it's not the best uh, Alabama team. What and a I'm, I'm D not, though, yeah, even yeah, if they yeah. aren't the best Alabama give them, team, give them a C team. plus. I'm I'm giving you my reasons. If you don't that's like fair. my reasons, that's fine. I don't, I don't like don't it. Like Let's talk playoffs <laughs> real quick. I think they, I think and I hope we end up with a log jam at the top for the playoff spots. I think there's a very real chance that we get multiple conference undefeated conference champions. Who will demand a spot over even a one loss Alabama? The teams I'm looking at, I'm looking at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Georgia, if they're gonna win the SEC, they're gonna have to beat Tennessee in the regular season and then probably beat um, Alabama in the SEC championship game. Yeah. So if they do that, if Georgia wins both of those games, Georgia's automatically in. Mm-hmm. Bama now has two losses, Tennessee now has a loss. Ohio State and/or Michigan. Mm-hmm. Will likely go either one will be undefeated and a conference champion, the other one will be a one loss, losing to the other team, which is also top four. Tennessee is at number two, Michigan is at number four. Clemson is, is probably going to win out. Yeah, they've they got the easiest. Else. Yeah, they got the easiest route. First of all, they have nothing but home games left. I don't know how they do. I don't know how you do that. How are you? How do you have like I think it's five straight home games? That's the that's the ACC giving Clemson some nonsense, but I'll save that for another day. Clemson has straight home games. They've played the toughest games they're going to play. They're still unscathed. So Clemson now demands a spot. So now you got three spots potentially answered for. Mm-hmm. And then hanging around at number seven, TCU. They beat Texas. They also beat Oklahoma State mm-hmm. for the, the Big 12 championship. You have no way of not putting TCU mm-hmm. into the playoff. And so now your four spots are completely gone, and then Alabama's on the outside looking so, in. So so at that point, I'm, I'm going to throw one thing in. They might be kind of more on the outside fringe, but I think they might have a shot. Even Oregon. Oregon Oregon has a smooth trail all the way to the Pac-12 championship. The problem right? with Oregon. That, that first loss hurt them. I think the, the fact that it you can't, was so you can't recover. Bad, you can't recover from that. They'll give, if, if Alabama doesn't lose another game, they lost. they've got one, mm-hmm. I think they would put Alabama in over Oregon. But they, I, I think they, but would they even, lost early and they lost the number one team in the country. Which is true. But, but they didn't lose good. They got, they didn't, they didn't score a touchdown. They got smoked. Again, the, the, whole, the whole lose good, win good they thing. They didn't score that, a touchdown pump. <laughs> when it comes, no, no, when I, it comes I, down I, to the I got optics, you. though, I, I got think you. they or even here's the other problem. Let's say Tennessee only loses one more game. And it's that game at Georgia, mm-hmm. right? Let's say that's the only loss they have. A one-loss Tennessee against Georgia mm-hmm. will get in over a one-loss Oregon against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Now, is it fair? Is it a little bit of bias in there? Probably, but you also assume Tennessee will. Put up more of a fight. They will lose respectably. You assume against the Georgia, so, as opposed to Oregon, who got blown. They got the doors blown off. So, 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 in, so in a weird scenario, right? So if 
let's just say in this in in, in this scenario, TCU loses, right? Yeah. So 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 they're gone, right? Yeah, so yeah. Oregon's gonna bounce up one. Clemson, they're not gonna lose any anything, right? They're in. They're in. Georgia has to play Tennessee, Tennessee. and Bama, probably. Tennessee Florida and Tennessee week. and Bama, right? Probably. So at, at some point, one of these teams in the SEC is gonna have is gonna be undefeated. Somebody's gonna have a loss, probably, right? Mm. So in order to have two teams in the in the championship for the SEC, Bama would have to win in the championship in the SEC championship. I think for Bama to get in, well, they would they either need help from some of these other teams, or they would have to beat Georgia in the, in SEC. the SEC championship yeah. game. If they lose, it's one SEC team. If if Michigan beats Ohio State, where does Ohio State go? They'll probably drop to like they're four not or five. in. They're not in. So they're out. Whoever wins the Big Ten is in. So, yeah, I don't know if Ohio State's automatically out. So, because so, honestly, Ohio State has looked better than everybody. That's what I'm asking. So, at that point, if if you're going to drop them out, right? How do you have a one loss Big Ten team over a one loss Pac-12 team? Well, just because they lost, to, they'll say that they they played a tougher schedule. Strength of schedule. The Big so, Ten so, is harder than the. So, if Michigan, if Michigan blows out uh, Ohio State the way. Oregon got blown out against Georgia. What's your argument then? Because both of those losses look terrible. Everybody else at Ohio State beat. So yeah, they they got smoked in that one game, but they also, I mean, the Pac-12 is. I mean, we all feel I mean, it's a good argument for Oregon, but we all know they're not going in there. I mean, I, I, they just need a lot of help. I think it would be very hard for Oregon to get in, but it's possible. It is possible. I just think they're going to need. It's fun. Help. Tennessee has made this thing fun. Yes, and honestly, I hope Tennessee and TCU went out. And dem- like, dem- like you cannot leave them out. You cannot it's, leave them out. It's I have, not going to matter. If, I have if, argued for no, no, no. If Bama wins out there, if Bama wins out, I disagree. In. I disagree. If hmm. if if Tennessee wins out mm-hmm. and beats Bama again in the SEC championship, because what could happen is weird. Like that weird thing could happen where Tennessee loses to Georgia in the regular season, mm-hmm. Georgia loses to Bama in the, in the SEC championship, and mm-hmm. now all three of them have one loss. Yeah. And then let's say you've also got so now Michigan or Ohio State, one of them has a loss now. Mm-hmm. And then TCU drops that game to Oklahoma State. Now they also have one loss. You could end up with three SEC teams in the in the playoffs, which would just be crappy. I don't think they do it, but it's possible. Oh, they do it. They'll find so. a, they'll find a way. I don't think Thank the play you. I think the playoff committee they slant things to the SEC, but I think that would be bad for the sport. I don't think they would do it. So who do we want? Tennessee. Hold on. Tennessee. To, to me, that argument isn't valid just because of last year, right? Like They only put two. Three no, 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 is a different, no, 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 no. a different conversation. We all said that Cincinnati had no business and, being and there. And we got we to move. Right? No, Cincinnati owned their way. No, no, no. Cincinnati deserved to get in. Hold on. Didn't you guys ask? Was it you uh, that asked me? Was Cincinnati honestly the fourth best team I mean, in the yeah. country? Yeah. But they deserved to get in. They did everything they were supposed to do. They, they, they all said play, play ranked teams. Play P five. But do you programs. think they were the fourth best best team last year? Yes. Why not? <laughs> because based on record, because that and based on who four, they beat, because that game they played showed they weren't. No, 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 no. That game they played showed that the gap between two and four is just massive. Same thing the Michigan game. Michigan got their doors blown off after beating Ohio State. It just showed that that gap from two to three. Was just massive. I would have liked to see Alabama, Michigan play Cincinnati and see what happened. I mean, yeah, they would beat them, but what did they do when they played one or two? Mm-hmm. They would have got their doors blown off. Mm-hmm. The gap between two and three and two and four was just massive, and I think that's all that proved. That's, that's why I want to see Cincinnati deserve to be in there. That's why I want to see Clemson and Ohio State make it in there this year. 
we yeah, got that. Those will be good games because we know they're going to be two SEC teams in there. Yeah, honestly, I hope TCU wins out. When you got to put them in, give me Tennessee winning out. You got to put them in right. and Clemson, and then one of Ohio State or Michigan. This does about, does USC sneak in there? USC? Um, no, I'm a USC fan. No way. I don't think there's so. no way that no. I don't. I don't think so. That loss to Utah, it's, I think it was a ranked Utah. So it was, but they will have to play Oregon. Potentially in the in the Pac-12 championship game, so Oregon still got to play. Will get a big yeah. win. They're, they're not. All right, they ain't going. All right, let's move on. All right. All right, let's wrap it up on college football. We'll close off with. So I, I love college sports, man. It's just it's great. great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. There's right. more meat on that bone than NFL, Ooh. in my opinion. More stuff. Well, tons. All right. Uh, quick break. Come back with some NFL. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly. And the violin this, this week, too. Bring it in. Boom, 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 boom. You dug in on that one. You dug. It's, I had to set the standard. You give it all. I had, like, to, you, I had to set an example. The, the pre, you move the mic. Mm-hmm. It's it's a whole thing, mm-hmm. and and that's what we're missing. It's an it's an actual production. Y'all yeah. act like y'all don't want to do it when I, I ask you to do it. Cause it's not my thing. It's not hey, me. Join it. But I mean, look, you, you called me out last week. I gave you what I had. Oh, it was actually, better than pumps. I'll take that. Wow. <laughs> You're just being a jerk right there. Cha-ching. I'll take that. Wait, how come I just can't be orchestral with mine? Orchestral? Because oh, you use words like orchestral. SAT word. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's like what Carlton said, and what in pray tell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, famous Palmer. She made me read the dictionary. Yes. Oh, actually, no. That's what. Maybe that's what we should do on orchestral. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, like an orchestra. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say it like that. But See, it's fine. See? I mean, See, it's always you. No, no it's not always. No, for me. real. Listen, hold on. on episode one hundred, we should just have like an actual orchestra of guests doing Unk's violin. Let's do it. That would actually be great. We should do like a, a, a huge Zoom call. Yes. And, every, and everybody's doing the violin. We got to do oh, something. Oh, look at Justin. Making plays. Go, Justin. All right, come He's on. A receiver. All right, let's, let's, let's knock this out. All right, NFL action. Uh, guys, the Bucks are trash. Yes. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got I, There's nothing more to that than the Bucks are trash. There's nothing else to say that we haven't already said, man. Todd Bowles has no fire. Are you on that bandwagon now? Shipping him out? Him? Yeah. He's not getting fired, man. Like, I, no, no, no. I, no, didn't, no, no. I didn't say that. Not should he get oh, fired. Do you want him fired? Right. Do I want Todd Bowles fired? Do you want Todd Bowles as your coach going forward? No. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> what is it, six games in? Mm-hmm. We play six games? And you're mid. Um... I say the least. I am. I am not a fan of firing coaches in their first year. I think that's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I think that is that's, that's got to be one message. of the, that's got to be one of the wildest things. Like literally firing the coach in the first year. Like, come on. 
The Texans did it. And that's who we want to be? We want to be the Texans? <laughs> I'm just is, saying is that your example? That's a bad example. Like, right come there. on. Seriously? The Texans. I'm saying it's been done before. Bro, it, it's ridiculous. And you see what the Texans have been, what the Texans are, and what the Texans but will be. But sometimes you have to look at what they're doing now and look. You got to be forward thinking. And do you see a future with Todd Bowles? I don't know. It's been six weeks. Well, we saw him as a defensive coordinator, and you yeah, weren't you yeah. weren't too happy about yeah, it. Top five defense. We won a Super Bowl. We shut down one of the best offenses ever. The numbers are misleading, man. Now the numbers are misleading. We beat the Packers and the Chiefs on the way to a Super Bowl victory. Dominated. We we've what seen, numbers are deceiving? We, we've seen in the past what he's done as a head coach with the Jets. Okay, as a head coach, it's a different conversation. You said as a defensive coordinator. And in the, right, in the regular, he had a great playoff. He also didn't have any talent with the Jets. It's also the Jets. Okay, now you have talent, and look what you're doing. If I believed in curses, well, at that point, I mean, the, but hold, the, wait, wait, the offense the, is still there. It's the offense that's stinking it up. The defense hasn't been terrible. The defense is wait, on the field all day, and are so you, they're getting tired of the end of games. It's the offense that stinks. Are you guys willing to accept that you Tom guys are Brady now in the land of misfit eggs. quarterbacks? Tom Brady I, is sucking I told eggs. you that weeks ago that you guys are in the land of misfit quarterbacks. No, it's still Tom Brady. Have he some respect. Have some, have some respect. No, I, he needs to have some respect. That man has a 53 QBR. <laughs> he needs to respect himself. Oh, hey. my goodness. He is sucking eggs, and I'm hey. tired of people acting Tom like Tom didn't can't. drop that bomb. Mike Evans did. He threw how many balls in the dirt, though? Look at the offensive line. We should take Tom DeMond's it's, Venus. It's, it's always everybody's together. fault except Tom. I'm defending Tom the goal. never gets any flack. I'm not with it. Everybody involved gets the same blame, including Thomas so Brady. Is it it's that Tom Microsoft first? Services fault? Is it Tom first? I think Todd gets the most first. of the bl- the blame. Then the offensive line. Then Wait, Tom. Why is Todd to blame for the offense being? He's being the head coach. Done. He doesn't do call something. Offense. Mm. No, he should do Boom. something. He should say something. <laughs> Shout out to Willie. I don't know what Still it is. Still getting paid, Bob. He has yeah, to do yeah. something with Byron for sure. I don't know. And maybe the answer is firing Byron if they think that's the problem. But here's my thing, man. The offense is blowing it. Honestly, I don't know how one woman has literally demolished an entire football organization. Somebody find Giselle. Giselle, like, please. And there's no, there's 0% chance she listens to this. But if on that, okay, that 0.01% chance, Mm -hmm. if she hears this, please, please. She has destroyed an entire city. I don't understand. The Rowdies aren't even good anymore. <laughs> Play football. You know what? At that oh point. Oh, my gosh. I'm Team Giselle. No, no one woman it. should have all that power. I'm Team Giselle. Somebody find Giselle. Bring her back to Tampa immediately. Bro, she is changing the economy in Tampa Bay. Like, like I honestly don't know how many people are going to be at this Thursday night game against the Ravens. Oh, it'll be. It's still. You know what? Oh, Will hold it? on. Yeah. Will it? If that, if, hold on. Down. If that's the case, then that that old white woman that beat for Brady's was right. <laughs> All right. We're not. No, stop it. She was right. No. Nah, like, break, break this game down for me. Which which the Bucks y'all game? lost? Yeah, what happened? It's the, the it's the Panthers. No, the the offense is completely out of sync. It, it it's it's still the Panthers. They ship Christian McCaffrey off. It doesn't matter when 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 they it doesn't at this point. The last two games should have showed you. We just lost to the Panthers and we lost to the Steelers and we almost lost to the Falcons. That should tell you everything. You need. it has not. It's almost like the same thing I said about when Miami was going to play at Texas A&M. It had nothing to do with Texas A&M. What the Bucs are doing right now is all about the Bucs. It doesn't matter who they play. 
they could play Tampa Bay Tech. It is about them not doing the things that they are capable of doing. No team in the league is doing less with more. You look across that offensive roster, even with the offensive line struggles and the injuries, even still, Tom has enough time. Tom is not in sync. Receivers are cutting off routes. There's no chemistry. I don't know if it's those weeks he missed in preseason while they're not in sync. I don't know if it's going to weddings when the team is already struck. I don't know what it is. They're not in sync. There's no rhythm. We can't run block, which is a surprising understanding the issues we've had in the offensive line. Nothing's working offensively. Nothing is working. Yeah. And, and we, so only thing that can that will get that together is time, 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 and time. But like, we know Tom can figure it out. We right. know what Tom is capable of. We know the wide receiver talent is there. Leonard Fournette actually hasn't been terrible. They have to put in the work and the time to say, how do we get back in rhythm? That's it. It it just seems like we're sleepwalking through the, the beginning part of the season. It's like and it's frustrating as a fan because you see all the talent on the team. Because there is a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. They they've even even though you say it's chemistry, they've been together for three years now. So it, it's it's super frustrating seeing Mike Evans run wide open and drop a pass. It's frustrating to see Chris Godwin break off a route or break outside of a route and just slow down. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating to see Lenny not find a hole to hit, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I think uh, the team is very reflective of the of the leader, and Tom just doesn't seem interested. Mentally, and, and I've been saying there. that all season. He's he's just. He's, not He's checked out. He's not there mentally. And I think moving forward, we're just going to have to get into rebuild mode because. I disagree on that, though. I do disagree on the rebuild. No, mode. we have to look to the future. Tom, Tom, wait, Tom's career mean, is one. We may be able to make the salvage this thing and make the playoff. Wait, but wait, why would it be a rebuild, though? The whole roster needs to be rebuilt. I don't I don't believe the roster needs to be rebuilt. That's not what I believe. I do think that he's going to drop another quarterback in there. Yeah, like you can't just drop another quarterback in there and expect for it to work the way it did with well, Tom I Brady. Say, I didn't say we're going to be championship contenders. I don't think it's a rebuild. You can still be a good team without going full rebuild. Full rebuild says you trade Mike Evans, you're trading Chris Godwin, you're trading Devin White. When I say when you say rebuild, that means we're trying to well, we're, we're trying to become well, a Thunder. Well, hold on, is that's it, a rebuild? Well, isn't it okay? So. For me, the standard should always be how close are you to winning a Super Bowl, right? We're not, so we're so, not that so, close. At, so at this point, if you subtract Tom Brady from your team, how close are you to winning a Super Bowl? How close are we with him right now? I don't know. So so we're again, not I, close. Well, hold on, I'm saying, but t- if, if Tom is not going to be there and Tom is done, then what should you do to get yourself closer to winning a Super Bowl? Use, use the assets that you have currently. Right. That's worth something. I think there are people on that roster. You could put together, like me, I am all about trading draft picks. I would trade draft picks to go get a known commodity. Is it going to be Tom Brady? No. Are you going to go get Aaron Rodgers? Also, no. But go you get a go, Kyle Pitts and can, then get a quarterback. You can, go get, you can go trade for a quarterback who says, look, we don't need you to win games. We just need you to not lose them. You can go get a game manager. So you want Cooper Rush? No. No, nah, I don't believe in Cooper Rush. Who? Wait, who? <laughs> Wait, what? Who? Yeah. Who is Cooper Rush? No, but seriously. Still I haven't figured it out. I think you can go get a, like, honestly, and I know this sounds like nuts with the defense that we have, even still, and the talent on that offense, somebody like a Kirk Cousins could take this team to the playoffs. 
Ugh. A Jimmy G could take this team to the playoffs. Give me Jimmy G over Kirk Cousins. But I'm just—I don't think we need a world beater to be a playoff team. Are they? A, are they a Super Bowl winning guy? Prop, probably not. But we can go still be a contender, a playoff level team. Jimmy might be a quarterback manager. next year. I don't know. Maybe you know, San Fran just paid him, so who knows? Yeah, they paid him for a year. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is Jimmy, or I don't know. Hey, shoot for the stars. Go get Lamar. Trade. I will trade all of our draft picks this offseason for Lamar Jackson. I'm with that. And throw in Carlton Davis, too. Throw in a couple throw more. Throw in guys. the whole secondary outside of Whitfield. Sure. If there's any way, if it, if it takes the next six first round draft picks and two second round picks and a third round pick with Carlton Davis and Levante David for Lamar Jackson, do it. It's, and Devin White, he had three nah, ta- nah, he had nah. three tackles yesterday. It's just that. interesting to me, like the beginning of the season. I mean, you guys thought this was going to be a cakewalk, and this division is the NFC East. How about we're still we're we'll, still we'll, winning the division? No, we'll still win the division. We're still first yeah. in the division. No, no, no. All I'm saying is, you guys are three and four, and still winning the division. I'm aware. So again, you're the you're the new NFC East. Yeah, we're the worst division. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, but enough about the Bucks. <laughs> yes. What other games was interesting this weekend? Hey, you know what? Uh, uh, Jamar Chase went off. I'm glad you said it. Went off. Hunt with 130 yards, two touchdowns. Two the Bengals, the Bengals offense all together went off. He had two touchdowns the past two weeks. Yeah, no, he's had he's yeah. put together two really, really great weeks. Not good, great weeks. Anytime y'all talk Jamar Chase, it's, just, it's always it's, gonna make me laugh. Yeah. Um. Fair enough. I thought the uh, I thought the Commanders and Packers game was interesting. Just because I like to see the dumpster fire that is Green Bay. It, it You lost to the Jets. And I think that they lost to the Jets because they said, oh, well, you know what? We'll just look towards the next game. And they got trashed. And I think they tried to overlook the commanders. And all of a sudden, the commanders beat you. Yes. Who should never beat you. Tyler they, Heineken. I called it last week. You actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I... There's there's nothing that's gonna get that thing right. Uh, if, if this is if this is Aaron Rodgers' last stand, it's gonna be very interesting to see how they win or how they finish the season, because I want to see what Aaron does. Demands a trade comes to Tampa, boom, done. There it is. I like it. <laughs> of course I lo- you like it. Of course you like it. It's zero chance it happens. No, it's not. It's well, not. Pump, you was right though. You, a couple weeks ago, you said sell on the Green Bay Packers and. Mm-hmm. I hope a lot of people listen to you as far as pitch. Sell, sell, sell. And who did I say buy on? The New York Football Giants. Oh, hey, they- <laughs> uh, we're doing this? We're doing it? No. no. I just had to play the clip because I actually have it now. The New York Football Giants, man. I mean, they squeak one out with yeah, the Jags. I- <laughs> That's the Jags. I'm not. I'm still I'm not sorry. buying on them. I'm not. Buying I, I don't believe in them. That, you, you should. They're just so one dimensional. You, you stop Saquon. Is Danny Dimes going to win me a game? I think nope. they're going to regress to the mean at some point. I yeah. agree. Their defense is actually playing some pretty decent ball. The defense can't solid. score touchdowns. If your defense can stop people from scoring touchdowns, and Saquon is doing what he's doing, then. I mean, what do you? I've seen Saquon every go team out in the, the game NFL, for an ankle and a shoulder. This every team year. in it's, the it's NFL, it's coming. Hold on, <laughs> every team in the NFL is an injury away from not being good, right? If Patrick Mahomes goes down, what happens, right? If Tom Brady goes down, your season is completely well. Maybe not. <laughs> Don't you do that? I'm just saying, right? If if, if Justin Jefferson goes down, okay, fine. You're, you're, you guys are done, 
right? Joe Burrow goes down and Jamar Chase, you guys might be done. Everybody's an injury away. That's true. So that's not fair. fair. So the, the, the Giants are doing what they're doing. Plus, I also think that's interesting what the Jags are doing. The Jags aren't pushovers. The Jazz compete, and they actually have a lot of talent on that team. They're just young. They're they're very young. If they figure out certain things and get a piece here and a piece there, I like ETN. I like Sunshine. They might be all right. What's, what's I'm, wrong? I'm sorry. You say a piece here and a piece here. I think of a crease here. A crease here. A crease here. We want a crease here and a crease here and, and run this thing up the alley. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No? Oh, Nothing? Nothing. Oh, come on, man. You got to get some of these references. Yeah. Um, shout out to my Jets. That's kind of it for the week. Uh, Jets are in trouble. Yeah. Five so, and two. We're five and two. Elijah Tucker went down. Yeah. He's out for the season. Brees Hall is out for the season. Man, that boy is balling. The too. Jets are in trouble. 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 Hey. He's going to be trouble. Sauce in that defense is still clamping. Hey, Sauce is him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yo. Is he a top five corner? No. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> That was bait. And you knew I wasn't gonna take that. <laughs> Listen, all right. Bro, there's nothing else. Close that out. We're reaching. We got right? we got we got one more thing for Cha, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 close it out on Cha's bag. Cha will Pause. bring us home. Cha's other question that I saved, didn't skip it, I saved it. Does both does Todd Bowles <laughs> need to beat the Ravens to save his job? I think if they're three and five, they would do something big to shake it up for this season. Does he have to win this Thursday against the Ravens? Yes. Nope. No. Yes. No. I wanted him out last year, so it's no, 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 not about what you want. Do you actually think they would fire him because they started the season three and five? Nope. Honestly, if it's not Stop. what if it's not Stop. listen, can I can I finish? Bro, if, if it's not what I want, can I if it's not what I want, they keep them. Okay, thank you. Because they're not going to fire. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's not a smart move, but yeah, it's a it's an unk move. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and they will shake something up. I don't know what that something will be. If you if you remember, scapegoat is Byron Leftwich. He's that's out. the easy scapegoat. Yeah. But also, if you look at two seasons ago, we started out rough two seasons ago. And they were th- and they were like, you know, what's the problem? Why isn't Tom just fitting seamlessly? There were issues to start that season. Now, you don't expect that to be the same thing in year three. But you got to remember, Tom is away all summer. He missed a big chunk, of, a big chunk of camp. During the season, clearly he's got things going on at home. He's going to weddings or whatever like that. The front office will, they're, they're being given enough excuses to say, hey, give us time. Right. So nobody will get fired that quickly. Even if the scapegoat is Byron left, which I think again, one, I don't think Todd has the stones to actually fire the guy. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. But also, yeah, nobody's getting fired this early in the year. No, nah, I'm, I'm 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 with you on that. Also, I don't know if you guys and just not get deep into it, but I've just taken into account also the fact that you guys did have a lot of movement on that line. The line has been healthy. Yeah. And one thing about Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't get touched. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. All right. So when I see Tom Brady under pressure, you know, you got guys coming off the 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 edge. It seems like Donovan Smith, Donovan Smith, right? He's regressed this week. He it looks seems like so bad. he's but but it feels yeah. like he's always getting beat, at least once or twice badly. I, I've tried to bring it up in the past. It, 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 see, no. it seems like that's happening. And um I'm not gonna play too big on the, the meaning of what um Gronk was to that team, but just something of a a known commodity yeah. feels like, all right, I know I got this guy. Worst case scenario, if I can't find you, you, and you, I know I got him. 
throw it up. He'll bail me out. It, it, and that's his guy, right? So yeah. I, I feel like all that, but yes, I, at the end of the day, I always trust Tom Brady because he's the greatest quarterback of all time. You have time because of the I want to say because of the division that you're in. Division is bad. But you got but you gotta figure it out because this schedule ain't easy. No. So you gotta figure it out. But no, he's not getting fired. Yes, yeah, so it's definitely an overreaction. Nah, it's a big no. Sean okay. knew that. He did. He he he's baited. That, that oh, was he, that he was, threw that was just for Unk, by the way. So the other <laughs> he, question he threw the chair in right. That was just for you. <laughs> so both both were 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 jazz because the second question in parentheses after saying how do you stop tanking in this NBA season? In parentheses, in parentheses, he said, other than just being the Lakers, who say they're trying to win. Who's his team? He's a Knicks fan. Oh, get out of here. Exactly. He's a Knicks and a Commanders fan. Oh, and then an Islanders fan was, shout out to those Islanders, the Lightning took it to him. That's true. And a Gator. And he's a Gator, yes. A rough season. Even though that actually might be a fair point, keeping Russ on your team could be just a clear sign of tanking. Uh, Russ is getting traded. All right, can we get up? I completely understand the, the questions that, that are going to come. I just want to ask you one question. I know that these questions could go on and on each and every day. I just want to ask you one question. Is that a real question? What, what you want me to say to that? I just want to ask you one question. Why you got to be so negative? I didn't think about that. I don't know. Ask questions. I just want to ask you. Well, that's a great question. One question. All right. Both of you guys put your GM hats on. Pick any professional team. I haven't used in 20 years. <laughs> Pick any professional team. If you had to make a move to make this particular team better, what would you do? Ooh. Any team out there. Any team. Hockey, NFL, NBA, college, in the portal. It's gotta be it's a realistic move, right? It doesn't matter. Like I, well, what like, do you want? Like Lakers ain't trading for Luca. Like I can't yeah, say that. Yeah, realistic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow, he actually that's actually a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah I thought about this. He actually one. came out of the bag with that. Um. I'll to make them title contenders. Whatever contender contending means to you, like if the Bulls, it's mm-hmm. going to the second round. Whatever it means to you, um, obviously everybody ain't gonna win the championship. Right at, at, at this point, I'll go NBA just because it's 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 young, fresh, and new. Shout out Khalees. Um, get rid of Vooch for whatever it is. Make a package, whatever uh, draft picks we have. And try to get something in there that will address our either three point, some kind of three point shooting, and some kind of realistic down low presence. I mean, there's been talks about the them trying to make a deal for the Joker. That's, you got to come with a lot. They got to the come with a lot. But at <laughs> that thing, Denver, yeah, you don't have, no, to, you no, don't have they're not man. right. Yeah. Um, but they need to do something. I mean, even you talked about the, you know, Indiana, which I, I doubt they trade, you know, in the division, anything like that. Um, if the Bulls can find a way to get rid of Vooch, because the Bulls are ending up right now losing that trade when they traded Wendell Carter, who's actually turned into something down in Orlando. It seems like a really bad trade. Like, we lost that trade at this like point. It. Yeah. Um, Vooch is a really good player. He just doesn't fit what this team is right now. So get rid of him, because when we – Play teams like uh, Detroit and 
Cleveland, and definitely Milwaukee, <laughs> we can't compete with them. You have to compete with them before we even think about competing with Golden State. But is there anyone out there worth trading Vooch for as far as a big man? Worth trading for? Yeah. Or can trade for? Like, what big man would you trade for? I'll get back to you. Um, Man, I, I, I mean, I want to go with the Lakers, but it, that seems too easy. It seems like a... Seems like a cop out. I don't know. Um, man, yeah, that seems like a, that seems like a cop out answer. Uh, go for it. it. It's been the one I've been talking about. I mean, go get a shooter. Which I think Buddy Hill's perfect. Like I'm really high on that, honestly. But you know what? I'm gonna flip that. I'm gonna say if if I'm a GM, man, this is a. Man, this might be your best one. Really good question. This is tough. Um, I I don't want to default. That's too easy. It feels like I'm cheating. Um, Think Bucks, Lightning. What do we need? The Lightning, man. The Lightning, Lightning are solid. Um, The Lightning could go trade for uh, another scoring defenseman. Sergachev hasn't really been that guy. Calfoot is sliding down, but at the same time, our defensive pairings are kind of new. A couple of them, we're rolling in three, four defensemen who weren't on the roster last year. Question, and this is, you and me be GM for a second. Who could the Bucks get right now? The Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, Milwaukee. I feel like, I feel like if the Bucks had a legitimate go-to score, like even though I like Chris Middleton, I mean, like uh, that guy who's going to closer, yeah, right. Constant just go out there and get you twenty five a game, right? Like if, Dame if they, Lillard. Okay, who would, a, you, who would you? Who are you trading for, though? Dame? Well, That's a you, lot. You gotta, you gotta send your boy, um, the starting point guard now, Drew J. Rue. You gotta, you gotta trade Drew. It's not enough. You gotta throw. I mean, it, no single guy will yeah, be enough to go picks. get what they need. You put picks, Drew, Bobby Portis, and mm-hmm. maybe even like a. Um, Oh man, they got somebody come off their bench who um oh 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 I can't believe I'm I'm blanking on this. Um they, there's a there's a there's a guy coming off their bench who I think is is pretty solid. To me that's who that 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 it, let me rewind. Forget my bull stuff. Mm. That's who I would like to see really make a trade if they can if they if they have the pieces to to do it, find them a score. Some kind of Jordan Poole kind of guy, Dame Lillard kind of guy. That's just gonna go get them buckets night and night out because Giannis doesn't have to do it. Can you get a lesser version of Dame? Would that work, or you would have to go get a Dame? Who's a lesser version of Dame that's gonna, gonna go out there and get you nah, buckets who's like swing that? Swing the needle, nah. Yeah. Like a um, the kid from the Pelicans, Ingram. You still, nah, you still, you still fit picks. in the niche of they. They like length there. He could still go get you a bucket. He's like a KD. But he's not really a three point shooter, really. He's more but he's a, a bucket. Range. He's a bucket, but I think. I think you need somebody who is a who is a also a floor spacer or even the guard with the Pelicans. Um, what's his name? They I traded him from. Uh, he was with Dame, and they oh CJ McCollum. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a lesser mm-hmm. version. I uh, he he can still get I buckets. Like at this point, he's a lesser Chris Middleton. Yeah, he's, he's smaller. He's a he's a pretty good three point shooter. But the thing is, if you're trading <laughs> if you're trading Drew though, you need also a ball handler. Bradley Beal. Can you make? Can you swing a deal for Bill? I know he just got paid. But yeah, and he's and he's, and he's looking like a playmaker. I want the Heat to go make a deal for Brad Bill. I know. 
I mean, we talked about him in yeah. the yeah coming to the Miami, but yeah, I would love yeah. to see the Heat make a deal for Brad Beal. But yeah, if the if the Boston go get a Dame Lillard or Brad Beal, because you need a primary ball handler, mm-hmm. if you get rid of Drew because Drew is the he mm-hmm. runs the offense, so you got to replicate that. Right. So you can't go get a, a CJ McCollum because he can't run your offense. You need mm-hmm. somebody who can be your who can run your offense, and Dame can do it. Brad Beal can do it too. Swing that. That's guaranteed NBA Finals. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Warriors. They, and they that's a good series against yeah. the Warriors. Like they that. actually might have enough to fight with them. That was a great question, man. man yeah, that might be your best. Hey, yeah, Tampa, go get Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I think Brady's missing that tight end presence that he's always had. They just drafted him two two seasons. They're not trading Kyle Pitts. Trade Lenny in a, a draft pick. No, the Falcons aren't trading. <laughs> It's not, not about us It's about them They're not trading If we Kyle give them is. the right pieces No you're not fleecing anybody yeah, it's, Unk, it's, it's Unk's logic It's not a, it's not a <laughs> coat deal Yeah no, nah, That ain't That All ain't right. fine we out, That's man. a good one though Apparently the GM for the Falcons Is a crackhead Alright <laughs> The man to my left Unk Shay yep. Man to my Breeze Yeah Hey man the Robin episode Was great guys Yeah it was I right, mean we out <laughs>